live from the 715 with Big Daddy. You fucking Viking. And Hollow. They peed on your fucking rug. Oh, people, people, people. Welcome back to Live from the 715. I am your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow. And we were supposed to have Robert, but he still is in bed and it's one in the afternoon. <laughs> Sounds Who about right. with the breeze on, on Sunday, Sunday morning? morning. Well, <clears throat> yeah, Sunday. Well, You'll be listening to this Monday morning, but... Uh, actually, no, I was going to post it a little bit earlier Yeah, for the people to drive back to. Well, how you nice know. of you. You're going to be busting your butt on a holiday weekend. I, <laughs> a lot of editing. There'll be less eating and more editing. <clears throat> well, I'm drinking. Uh, we're. I was looking through the fridge of all the beers we've got from people over the past month or two. <laughs> Some people are probably pissed. <laughs> that we uh, I noticed they have not drank all the beers. Yeah. It has gone sour. <laughs> and since yesterday, we had quite a few at our buddy Josh's. Um, well, you... Uh, you were going in and out of, uh, well, I think it was just Bloodies and... Um, Summer Hummers. Summer Hummers, yeah. And quite a bit of puffs off the old vape. Was, <laughs> Once uh, again, yeah. the good old stare out into the abyss happened. <laughs> yeah, but hey, guess who wasn't hung over this morning? <laughs> this guy. Well, also, you <laughs> did go home early. Well, yeah, because I'd had enough. I'm like, this is a big enough See, that's show. what I think them, that's what that does. It, it alleviates you from having to stay out till bar close. <clears throat> yeah. But that has not worked also as well. Well, no, I've I've stayed out to bar close just on the vape and always felt good. I haven't had a hangover in a long time. I didn't even have a hangover on my birthday weekend. Which we are going to be talking about. Very shortly. That's why we, I wanted to mention this yeah. beer. Yep. is a uh, Copper State Brewing Company, Platinum Blonde Coffee Stout Nitro. Do you know who we got this from? Um, We either got it from... I think it's from Shannon if it was from Copper State. Yeah, it's either from Shannon or your sisters. Yeah. I don't know. Well, whatever. Or Jason. Whoever it was, <laughs> whoever it is that you gave, yeah. we thank you. We yeah, salute you. It's uh, pretty good. Speaking yeah. of salute, let's salute also all, all the our veterans. All our veterans for this Memorial Day. Giving us the freedom Clink. to... Make this podcast. Yeah. Bunch of idiots in the <laughs> fucking basement. <laughs> so cheers. Mm. I did actually. Uh, I went to the gas station just before. That almost tastes like one of those like canned coffee drinks. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Yeah. I fucking love it. Uh, but yeah, I stopped out at the gas station right before I came here. And uh, I was going to get you something. But I was like, after the kind of couple days that uh we've had and even last week uh it was a buzz ball i was oh, gonna surprise you, you with <laughs> and if you guys all passed out by 3 p.m <laughs> big daddy remember, about yeah, big daddy about 10 years ago no it wasn't that long was it yeah it was probably close to that. at least eight probably well eight. let me see oh this will help this was our first year that uh the first year that i was in lines right before you joined because we had our christmas party the night before and then that sunday was the packer game yeah, eight years. So yeah, probably you both. had so he so in Hollow's apartment he's got a Christmas tree that he had a bunch of Packers little bulbs on, green and gold bulbs, and all of a sudden he had two buzz balls, which were liquor filled little balls of fucking horribleness. That they he, look like ornaments. Yeah, so he had them on his tree, and I was already getting just wasted off of Bloody Marys before the Packer game even started, and. I'm like, what the hell are those hollow? And so I drank them both, and I was passed out before the Packer game halftime, I think. You were. 
I was laying in our buddy's wife's lap <laughs> at the time. They're divorced now, but yeah. I was just—I kept coming in and out of consciousness. I was laying on her, her lap. My head was laying on her lap, and I'm like, "Backers went. It's the third quarter. All right, toes back off." <laughs> so then, yeah, he did it again in the fourth quarter, and he went back to sleep. And it was probably then, like at five o'clock, because the game was a noon game. Yeah. And so about five o'clock, he wakes them back up, and he goes, "The Packers win." We're like, "Yeah, we told you that already." <laughs> All oh, right, okay. And he went right back into. His... Hey, we're gonna get pizza, but yeah, pepperoni. <laughs> so he ordered you, yeah, and you ordered like appetizers of some sort too. Yeah, I don't think I, I think I it was boneless wings. Yeah, I don't think but I any, ate yeah. any of them. <laughs> so anyway, then Tony, our friend, goes and picks it up at a, at Amico's. and comes back up to the apartment, and all of a sudden we wake you up, and you're just like looking like. When did we get food? Yeah, and I'm like, did the Packers win? <laughs> it's seven o'clock at night. <laughs> We're watching Sunday night football, yeah. you retard. It's, I'm like, fuck those buzz balls. Yeah. They're like a hundred proof or something. They got it, yeah. Jesus. That's what so I, that's why I kinda like held back. Maybe, yeah, you know, thank we, you. It, thank you for not bringing those Yes, over. If we were if we were younger, I would have been like Go for it, yeah. asshole. <laughs> By the way, follow us on our social medias at live from. We got some new followers. Yeah, I seen that at live from seven one five on Facebook and Instagram, and you could email at us. Email us at live from seven one five at gmail dot com to get involved with the show, help us do some shit, or get involved with the show, ask some questions, whatever you like. Yeah, and uh, also realize we have to get some more swag for our listeners yeah everybody was asking for lighters and i'm like i think i only have one left i should have to order some more and we had our winner of the miller light bowling slash mechanic shirt yeah it was gel if you looked on our facebook page we did a short facebook on live. my birthday we did a little short uh spin of the old wheel for facebook live and she you won bastards that's how easy it is all you had to do is like it and share it <laughs> yeah that was it well a share was a extra bonus oh, extra bonus point yeah all you had to do was like comment and follow our page yeah bastards couldn't even do that well i asked like a couple people and they're just like i don't know i just don't want it <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's a good excuse then. never mind i should have well we should have contacted uh our boy out in montana lucas he drinks uh he, yeah miller light miller light he would have been happy with it i don't know if yeah, he could squeeze into an extra large. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're going to figure out something else to give away. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of shit. Oh, yeah. Um, But all that's coming up in the next few, you know, we're going to have a live from the 715 summer is what's coming up. Yeah. That's what's coming up. That's Oh, I like that. Um, But I guess we should recap my birthday weekend. Turn the big 4-0 last weekend. Yes. And we had ourselves a time. It was a hell of a time. That was the best. We we left uh, here and met up with our friend Tony and Aaron at their place, and we hit a bar. What was did we hit a bar before going to the Tilted Loon Saloon? No, we just we uh, just went we, straight to there because well, we just sat on their deck and. Oh my god, that was a sp- nice place. <laughs> spraying spraying wasp and. Uh, drinking oh yeah at their house we were just yeah. sitting on their back deck for a while but i'm wearing all black and i was just roasting like a peanut in the sun i'm like uh how about we head on out uh and we had reservations at five at bootleggers uh supper club on lake nokomis yep and but there was a bar just down the road called the tilted loon saloon so we decided to stop there first for a few 
and I put 20 bucks in the machine and immediately won the miner for $400. So guess where that money went later in the night? I'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> but so we walk into bootleggers and it was everything that their pictures show on their like Facebook page. This was by far and away the, like, as far as like an old building with history and ambiance. I mean, they didn't have booths or anything. Well, they did have the giant booth. Yeah, they did. Where we took a picture together uh, by the bar. But as far as, you know, dining, it was a fancy. They had those old school, like, 1920s chairs. I thought I was going to break it. Give a little bit of history <clears throat> recap on the building itself. Yeah, it was uh, It was originally called Phil's in the early 1900s that was founded by a famous Chicago bootlegger. They wouldn't exactly say who, but you can go in the history books and grab the... It's not hard to figure yeah, out. Yeah, there's, there's only a few that were hanging around the Wisconsin areas where they would flee town for a while. I'm not going to say Dillinger. I'm not going to say Capone. I'm not going to say you know, Babyface Nelson, but yep. it's some of, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, the you know, they don't say either. But, the, like, they had old school, like, prohibition newspaper clippings uh, in, like, the bathrooms and stuff. And I remember the one I took and I put on my Snapchat was uh, – uh, what did they say about... Uh, was it the one with Dillinger? No, 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 no. That was on the side. The one where you were at the urinal and you were looking up at this newspaper. Something about... Because uh, it was like women's suffrage voting rights. Okay, and yes. And it was like something about uh, high school girls um, picketing or something. Or there was like a... But just below that was... Uh, it wasn't reckless driving, but they said boisterous driving outlawed <laughs> it's like what the fuck does boisterous mean i think it was just a prelude to drinking and driving or, yeah but it's like from the 19 you know 20s or 30s and you're like this is the shit they were dealing with back then <laughs> i almost wanted to pull one of those uh from the movie dumb and dumber where he uh was at the bar and all of a sudden we landed on the moon <laughs> yeah i just wanted to come out of the bathroom and be like they caught dillinger <laughs> yeah but, I mean, they had, like, uh, these leather chairs and a sofa facing this big fireplace. The The back of the bar, I, I read it later, was actually shipped up here from Chicago. It was an old, you know, back bar with a mirror. But they've got a big, giant horseshoe bar that goes around uh, in the cocktail area, uh, cocktail lounge area. And they have a giant deck out back next to the... Uh, the lake there overlooking it with a little beach down below it really nice and then the dining area i mean yeah you felt like you were back in like one of those old hustler type lounges because they had these old school uh table lamps that were it's like that what do they call that uh like noir style yep uh art deco type uh lamps that were they just look cool. I wanted to steal one, but I like the place too much. You, <laughs> you can buy those on uh, Amazon pretty yeah, cheap. The, yeah, I didn't want to get arrested on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, their old fashions were outstanding. Um, the service was great there. I mean, it was fancy for us. Yeah. Um, uh, especially when uh, she came up and uh, right before we got our meal, she all... Uh, Gave us all uh, a steak knife that has just been like recently sharpened. Yeah, and whereas you know usually you just get one of those cheap ass serrated knives. Yeah, 
this had an actual blade at the end and then a serrated knife the bottom half and you're just like holy shit a real steak knife <laughs> um what else like the mater d came up to get us and yep. the, you know i'm just like wow this is we're in t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> we came without a <laughs> yeah I, where's my coat and tails yeah oh we um, should yeah could you imagine we probably should have just like uh some people do that where they have goodwill night where what you do is you have uh, another person have to buy your clothes for you you have like a twenty dollar limit <laughs> well we're not going to fucking a place yeah. like bootleggers like I, I was thinking more of we need a black and white night where we right wear like coat and tails and top hats but i'm saying like <laughs> you could buy like a leisure suit for like 20 30 bucks right but everybody's got to buy the other person's outfit yeah. and that's what they have to wear then that night well i remember like me and uh i think it was either a fourth of july or memorial day weekend going up to like mountain and lakewood townsend area and well, we camped behind Skinny Dave's, and one of the days everybody went out and bought like stuff at rummage sales around the area for, and then we decided who had the best costume. It was that was pretty fun actually. Um, but anyway, yeah, that would be fun for us to do. Right. But also, like as we're getting older, we should actually like dress up, dress up, and oh, I have once. no problem with that whatsoever. I, I love I love dressing up. I. I mean, it's fine for the event. Suit and tie, motherfucker. Yeah, it's fine for the event, like the actual wedding and then after the dinner. Yeah. But as soon as the dinner gets over, that fucking coat's coming off, tie's off. And I I mean, I usually have a three-piece like vest and tie and shirt. And oh, coat. well, I'm trying to figure out then what kind of... Well, I mean, that would have been a separate club to kind of wear that kind of outfit. But you also did not see a lot of people dressed... You didn't see no, no, people no, no. dressed up for, you know... Like, maybe two people I saw that were kind of dressed up. Yeah. Because it was nice out, everybody was in shorts and t-shirts. And we were there at the perfect time a week before Memorial Weekend, yep. so it, it was... You, you could tell they were getting ready. Well, the other thing is they just had, the two nights before, they had a Michelin star uh, chef host, like, an event there. That I saw some pictures of it. It looked. Oh, I pretty... saw the dining room one where they had the long tables. Yeah, it looked pretty. Like if I lived in that area, you bet your ass I would have been signed that up. That room, that. that dining room, almost reminded me of the Titanic in a way. I could see that. Like any movie where you know it's a sort of period piece in that uh, between the twenties and forties, it looked like one of those dining areas. Everything was dimly lit. Just you know, there were some wall sconce lights. No windows in the dining room except through the doorway that you could see out into the bar area and the, I guess you'd call it the foyer or coat room area yeah. because they did have like an old they school did have one big of those. Uh, yep. like coat check uh, just like they have at the Hotel Seymour when you there's the little back bar and then right there's a big counter with where they have the cashiers register and um, but that big area looked like a big coat check type foyer area that was really cool and everything's all original floors hand hewn beams um as far as like authenticity and uh like history and everything it's just oozing every part of that building so the ambiance was a fucking 10 out of 10 for me um and then you know we went to our table uh we ordered a bottle of wine because aaron was our resident expert on wines <laughs> right and she would picked one that she thought all of us would like and we did i mean i liked it it was a little dry but not too dry uh, it was called the stag the stag 
a red wine. I kept the bottle because it looked really cool. Um, so we had that in Old Fashions, and then Old Fashions were phenomenal. Yeah, they they muddled muddled them. Yeah, they muddled them, and then put your you know garnishes on top as well. So me and Robert had the usual the Old Fashioned sweet with some mushrooms, and their mushrooms are great. You had uh, I think Aaron had a brandy sour. Looked really good, and I forget what I think. Tony had a brandy old fashioned too. Might have been. I don't know if he had a whiskey old fashioned or not. He had he had more than one, so it must have been good. Yeah. Uh, but then us three, me and Robert, were old fashioned sweets, and then you had cherries, I had mushrooms, and so did Robert. And I mean, they weren't for as fancy the place was. They were only what six bucks a piece, and <clears throat> they came in a pretty damn big glass. So. No complaints there, and our bartender was awesome, and she talked us into, like, because we were asking about after-dinner drinks, and she's like, oh, she's like, let me tell you, there's a Buffalo Trace cream drink that we make, and I'm like, really? And she started explaining it, and she's like, if you've ever had, like, a, what'd she say, like a white Russian or a black Russian, she's like this will knock your socks off. So I was sold right away. I'm like, fuck a grasshopper. That's what I'm going to have after dinner. Uh, but anyway, back to the wine. Um, it was great. We had some great pictures. And then uh, what did I order? The prime rib because it was on special and it looked freaking phenomenal. And it was. And I think Robert got the Wagyu flank steak. Correct. And Tony got the filet mignon. And I forget what Aaron got. I can't even, yeah, I, I don't remember. I what, don't even know if she got steak. But what did you get? You got I got like the, the Chimmy Plank. Yeah, Chimmy Plank steak. Yep. And I think she got a steak, too, because I would assume hers was on the rare side, she said. Um, yes, you are correct. Never mind. Yep, I remember Mine that. was perfectly done. But then, like, yours was rare and Robert's was more medium. Yes. Or should have been switched, but it was damn good steak. I mean... As good as at least the prime rib, the bite of prime rib I had from Robert at Hotel Seymour. But he said he thought the Hotel Seymour's was better, but it was still damn good. Yeah. And, it, no, uh, it, it was really good. But like like you said, um, I mean, mine was a little tough. But, you know, then again, I mean, but me and Robert, we both, like I even said too, like I still think. A that, skirt steak and a flank steak are tough right, to cut of meat. Exactly. But um, I mean, like I said, I still think that the prime rib at the at the Seymour Hotel was more tender, you know. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, you could cut that thing with a butter knife. So. <laughs> you could have cut that with a plastic <laughs> fork. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to beat their prime rib. Yeah. But the the one I had was great. Oh, right. and um, the food was all amazing. Yeah. Every every like the the sides with it. I forgot what I even got. Um. I had... Well, they brought around a thing of bread with this garlic butter. Holy shit, I could have ate a whole tub of that garlic butter. It was delicious. Um, I don't think we got any appetizers or anything. No. Because we were too busy wolfing down wine in old fashions. Well, I mean, we were already... We were already... I mean, because you, you just figure, just in that, that point at that moment... Um, because like then they seat you to your table and then all of a sudden then you have time to look over the the menu yep. and that's how you order, but you know we we started uh, when we started at the Tilted Loon, 
Yeah, we, we all had. I don't know. Four, did you have beer? No, I had mixers. I okay, you had mixers. Okay, Mount Royal Light. And so some of us were, you know, there. Well, I think it was just me and Robert that might have just had a beer at first. Or maybe yeah. he did too. No, he was drinking okay. Bush Lights, I think. Or so yeah, so shandies. we went from that then to having the old fashions and at the bar, yeah. then to you know the wine. So there was just a mixture of yeah. all these drinks. And <laughs> you would think I would have had a terrible hangover, but I was puffing on my vape every once in a while, and I was just I was in a zone of just complete happiness. <laughs> so we had our meal, and man, I'm trying to think of what the sides were. We didn't, we didn't, they didn't have like a salad or no salad bar, nothing like that. Too fancy of a place to have a salad bar. Right. Nope. They didn't have um, a salad bar. They didn't. Yeah. We didn't even have like a salad before the course. No, we didn't. Um, but it's not like I needed it. Um, I'm pretty sure it had a, oh, I had a loaded baked potato, which was awesome. It was one of the best baked potatoes I ever had. And I think they uh, had, it was like a, it was like a steamed kind of uh, oh, seasoned uh, cucumbers. Yeah, that's right. And that was on all was of our. Like, yeah. just, it was on all of our plates, like dill and vinegar and something else in it that made it a little bit sweet too. Right, but it was phenomenal. Um, except for Tony, Tony doesn't like pickles at all. So I, I'm like, I'll scoop them up, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, the meal I would have. I mean, the whole experience. What what else am I trying to remember from our? I forgot the scorecards on that trip, but. So ambience for was a ten for me. The old fashions were a nine for sure. Um, the service and the uh, bartending and everything was top notch, nine or nine and a half. Uh, actually, fuck it, I'd give it a ten just because we had a Mater D. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell else are we gonna get that? And what happens if all of a sudden we go to a we go to a supper club and all of a sudden there's a girl giving you a HJ right there? <laughs> How can you say that's the same as the Mater D then? <clears throat> I'll. T- t- I'll describe lickety splits later. No. <laughs> uh, but then you assholes were like, "It's his birthday," and then they came out with a like big old like brownie cake with this creme fraiche with gold flakes on it and a giant sparkler coming out of the top. It would have been cooler if it would have been a Roman candle and just shot up into the sky <laughs> in the dining room, and everybody <laughs> flees for cover. This old historic building has now been burnt to rubble thanks to a birthday party of Big Daddy. Yeah, some assholes from a podcast came in and they burnt down the place. And then also we're over a hundred years of history gone. And we're sitting outside and there you are with in one hand your uh, your vape pen and then the other one is the empty bottle of the steak yeah. and you're just like, I'll never forget this. Yeah, it wasn't my fault. I didn't ask for it. They call but him Mister May. I actually blew out that. Yeah, that was a flaming candle too. You guys had it on your Snapchat. <laughs> yep. I don't know if you saved it. No, I. Oh no, actually, I did. Good, because okay. man, that was funny. Yep. Uh, we should see if we can export that and put it on our uh, <laughs> on our Facebook or Instagram. Because yeah, I was just shaking my head and I'm like, all right. We're like, yeah, blow it out, and also I think yeah, I the did. I, I think, think it was burning out. But, but I the, think the waitress was like, no, don't. <laughs> yeah, she's like, we're gonna start a fire. But. Uh, then we all took a bite out of it. It was no, it was delicious. I think there was one other dessert that we all tried that Aaron uh, ordered. I can't remember. What oh it was, yes, though. yes, there was another one. I can't. Yeah, but, but I do remember good. that she did have another one. And then she's like, "Anything else?" I'm like, "After dinner drinks." And she's like, "Absolutely." And I'm like, "Do we go to the bar for that?" Or she's like, "Nope, I'll bring them to you." And then I, I'm like, "Well, that bartender said you guys had like this 
Buffalo Trace cream drink that I I'm sold on, and then I think us three or did everybody get? I it? think everybody did. And so she brought a round of those out, and holy shit, that was delicious. I don't know if it was just like Buffalo Trace and like uh, Bailey's Bailey's or something, or if Buffalo Trace actually makes a creamed liqueur. But either way, I should have got the recipe because that was delicious. And then we took another drink out on the deck, and you guys walked down by the beach while I oversaw all the things. <laughs> Just looking out on the lake. It was fucking beautiful. They had this giant uh, fire pit out on the deck, too, where people were sitting. I mean, this deck was bigger, as big as my house. That's how big this back deck was. And they had a, from the lake, you could see it just said bar <laughs> on the... Uh, above the doors where you walk in from the deck into the uh, cocktail lounge. So, like, boaters would be able to see it from half a mile away oh, yeah, on easily. the lake. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you guys, there's there were some stumps in the in the water. In the water. Uh, Tony took a picture standing on top of one uh, a few feet off the beach there. Uh, it was just, yeah, just a picturesque kind <clears throat> of, just the feel. Uh, I even said, too, that the uh, drive two uh bootleggers kind of remind me of hillcrest yeah where it's back it's in the back roads kind of yeah you go through you know it's not off the main drag really because even the main highway going from wausau to tomahawk i mean it's there's not a lot between it's a boring drive yeah it's a boring drive but yeah once we got in and tilted loon was right there and then there's this windmill ice cream ice cream shop right across and further up, there was another one called the Laughing Giraffe. We didn't make it to. We just decided to head back because we were getting a little a little loopy. Uh, and then we stopped on the way back to a bar the, called the Dugout, the Dugout in Merrill. Yep. But anyway, back to bootleggers. Um, I was going to give it a 9 and a 9 on bootleggers, which is tied for the best score we've ever given a supper club, them yep. and Hillcrest. But if I had to choose between Hillcrest and Bootleggers, I'm choosing Bootleggers all day long, because just the just the ambiance of being in that place was amazing. Well, ambiance is a big thing. Obviously, it had a better ambiance than Hillcrest. Yeah. Um, I would have rated the food probably about the same. Yep. Uh, I, the I would bartending I would, bartending same same. We had a great uh, bartender at Hillcrest. The same yep. service the same. Um, the afternoon drink. I mean, like I said, I mean that Buffalo Trace it does help. But I think also what helped with that as well with our ice cream drink is watching up one bartender serving about 50 people around a bar and then stopping and going, what would you guys yeah, like? what would you – yeah. But, that again, we were sitting at the bar. At <laughs> she the must have knew that we were somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she she walked in with a hangover from <laughs> the night before. she was before. like, all right, let's get to work. And I'm just like, <laughs> I like this gal. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was such a great experience. It was. So thank that you was well worth it uh, to go to. And that's kind of like what I like about when we do this in the summers. We get to go and explore outside of our area yep. more to see because, I don't know. I mean, it's even like one of those things where there could be a hidden gem that nobody really knows about. Yeah. And, I mean, we do live in, like, the heart of supper club country. Yeah. So it's not hard for us to, you know, just drive 20 miles in any direction and find a decent one so which i have now noticed i don't know if you saw you probably haven't or not so now these news stations are starting to get 
awards. Yeah, I seen for WFRV starting to do the supper club one. I'm yeah, like, it's we the dish or something. Yeah, and we've the, been doing I'm this. Like you dumbasses. And then you've got like on Facebook the supper club chasers guy, right. uh, him and his friend that always do it. And there's, well, there's the other guy that does the Wisco bar dive bar dive reviews. Bars. And then that since that guy started, that other chick started one called Wander in Wisconsin, which is kind of the same thing. And it's like, well, we were here too. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but we were here right right when the pandemic ended. Yeah. So, Obviously they wouldn't let us in a supper club. I mean, we were going to supper clubs before pandemic. Well, we, but. Yeah, but we were we were putting together the list in our plan already yeah. back then. Um but yeah, bootleggers, nine all the way. Great hey. job there, bootleggers. And to, if anybody from bootleggers or the whatever, Tomahawk area, uh, uh, thank you. Yes. That was and even people that are listening, I highly suggest you go yeah, and take a road trip. It's not that far. Yeah, from, it's not that far uh, from any direction. Actually, half. like you take 29 to whatever the highway. What is it? 50, 50, 51. 51 straight to Tomahawk. It's 45 minutes from Wausau. I mean, it's a little bit of a boring drive, but put a good playlist on or bring somebody that's a good orator <laughs> or, to have a conversation with it. Or get yourself a limo, get yourself <clears throat> a few friends, and get that there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's worth. It's not it. one of those places where you're gonna be you're gonna want to be uh, a loud drunk though. At no, 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 it's no, very. No. Be a I mean, bit it's mellow. It's mellow. Yeah, but... it's a mellow, easygoing place, dude. I if I got there right at four and just had a old fashioned, went and sat in front of that fire or in that booth overlooking the lake dude i could sit there for an hour and just say nothing take it all in yeah (laughs) it was awesome well knowing you you probably would have hit that enough that you would have looked to your left and there's dillinger looking right at you going hey buddy (laughs) yeah hey buddy (laughs) hey buddy (laughs) massey don't call me buddy (laughs) what was he canadian (laughs) (laughs) nobody ever said that he wasn't (laughs) you like the hooch see (laughs) No, that was great. Yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, give that a nine all day out of Easily. ten. And then we decided to make our way back to Wausau. And yeah, we, we sat at dugout for hour, hour, hour and a half. Played the machines, didn't really win that much. Pull tabs were horrible there. I, I think I stuck. They were, they were dead. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think was... we hardly got a winner out of all. No. <laughs> we just had a giant failure pile in front of us. <laughs> but the bartender was cool. Yep. I liked her. Um but it was kind of dead in there too. And there was a, we were waiting for a cop to <laughs> There was a church across the street just down the road and a cop just sitting in the driveway waiting to pull somebody over. So every time you guys went out for the smoke <laughs> Tony's like, eh, "He's still there." <laughs> but as soon as they went out and he wasn't, we all finished our drinks and got the hell out. Um And then uh, we went to Lickety Splits. Let me tell you, that was a great time. Uh, it kind of reminded me of, I'm trying to think of the other strip clubs that I've been to. The stage wasn't so high like it is at Oval Office where it's ridiculous. You have to like reach up to put a dollar on stage there, almost. Um, kind of almost, almost remind me of Bean Snappers. I haven't been there in a long, long time. Ah. Uh, there was a place out in the western part of the state. I don't know if it was Spooner. It wasn't. I don't know if it was called Cheetahs or no. Oh, the Cajun Club is what it was called. That's what this place reminded me. Wait of. a minute. Did this place have only Asians? <clears throat> no. Okay. <laughs> Just people from the Bayou. No. <laughs> well, no, the, the, 
The people from Bayou and the Asians love Cajun. <laughs> so this, in the Cajun club, there was a bar, and then there were doors to go to the actual strip club, so you could just drink at the bar area. This sort of just had like a walkway between the bar and the stage area, but the pole went all the way to the ceiling, probably 30 feet high. And a couple, I guess there was a competition the last two days before, Thursday and Friday night, where, well, the one girl was still there. She did like the fire eating show. Yeah. That was insane. That was fucking awesome. I felt shit. like I was at a Circus Soleil show. Yeah. She, I mean, and she was, she looked like she should have been in Cirque du Soleil. She was fit she was built like a brick shit house. i'll yeah. tell you that my god I mean, i'm sure there was a lot of guys who are like put me in a headlock baby <laughs> well i walked in there and nobody was at the stage i'm like well i'm posting up right here it's my well birthday. that's one I thing i did know is when we did get there there was really nobody there yeah well we got there what eight yeah probably i don't remember i was drunk by the time midnight rolled around <clears throat> but no i think we got there at like a little like after nine okay because it, it was still light out at eight we went we didn't get there until it was already dark yeah, the sun was just setting, so it was probably nine. But anyway, uh, walked in. I posted up right away, and nobody else was around the stage, so I just got the special treatment the whole time. It was great. Um, and you assholes were sitting off on a table, just peeking. What are you talking about? I went up to this stage. Did you? Yes. I just remember Tony and Robert taking oh, turns. Oh, yeah, that's right, because you... Uh... You were getting your uh, special dance then when me oh, and Robert and, were by the okay. stage, yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. didn't. I don't remember you sitting next to me. Yeah. But uh, so I sat through a line of dancers, and then you guys all of a sudden a girl tapped me on the shoulder and said, "Hey, your friends bought you a lap dance, so let me know when you're ready." I'm like, I had a drink in my hand and a fistful of dollars, so I was like, "All right, as soon as I finish this drink, I'm gonna hit the bathroom and I'll find you." So I did, and that was a pretty damn good lap dance. But I was I was so high that I just started laughing because she was so she's doing her dance and telling me the rules. I'm like, I'm a gentleman, I won't, you know. <laughs> so she was she was a thick girl, but fucking she had like the dual ponytails and like thick rim glasses and the schoolgirl skirt. Painting you a picture here. Uh thick thighs. I loved it. Um As some would say, thick thighs so make a dick rise. Yeah. So yeah, it's like a love seat you're sitting in and she's like, get in the center. So then she climbs up on top and like instinctively I put my hands behind her calves to hold her up. And she's like, well, aren't you a gentleman? I'm like, I'm just, I'm high. I'm just laughing. I'm like, I just don't want you to fall. (laughs) And, you know, so we're going and at one point. She's like grinding on me, like reverse cowgirl style. And I'm leaning back and she's just grinding into my fanny pack above my dick basically and i just started laughing and she's like what why are you laughing i'm like my dick's down the left side of my pads <laughs> just just giving you a heads up and she started laughing and she's like oh okay and she sort of adjusted herself i'm like there you go and then she started <laughs> on your left side oh uh, like we laughed for like a minute over that but and then she tries talking into extra minutes i'm like no 15 minutes is good enough for me thank you and i gave her an extra 20 on top of whatever you guys paid her i think 80 yeah (laughs) but i mean 15 minutes well worth it i'm sure she's gonna use it for college (laughs) but then i went back uh sat at the stage for a while and uh robert and tony took turns sitting next to me and Saw all the ladies, and then I went up to the, you guys, I went up to the bar, and then you guys were like, 
Utoni and Aaron are like, we're gonna take off. And well, that yeah, it was like been... it was at, at midnight is yeah. when we. So I mean, we were there for two and a half. Two. We, I mean, we were there for two and a half hours. Yeah, and then me that. and Robert stayed till one thirty, I think. Uh, one o'clock. Okay. And the reason, well, we'll get to the reason <laughs> yeah, why. Yeah, we'll get to the reason why. I'll walk up to it. This is where my memory gets a little fuzzy. <laughs> yep. Uh, so a shot girl was coming around while I was sitting at the bar talking to Harley Quinn, who's a staple there. And she was asking me, you know, oh, it's your birthday and this and that. And she's like, so what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I work in IT, but me and my buddy run this podcast. And she's like, oh, that live from 715 one? I'm like, are you shitting me? (laughs) (laughs) You're the one that listens? (laughs) So I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, But a shot girl came around and I'm like, because there were a couple girls on either side of me. I'm like, girls, you want shots? And they obviously said yes, and I bought the whole tray. See, that's when uh, that's when we did leave is when you were buying the rest of the test tubes. Yeah. Or the, the <laughs> test the, tube shots yeah. and jello shots. After that's when my that was too much. <laughs> Cause we each had two. And it, well no, I had two of those test tubes, whatever the hell was in that, and then I had a jello shot on top of it. Um but I remember talking to a couple of girls and just telling jokes and laughing and but man, there were some creepy dudes there sitting up by the bar and not going by the stage and i'm just like fuck these guys probably yeah, you see that you see that at strip clubs a lot <clears throat> well they probably go there all the time so yeah. they're wasting money like crazy well but... they're probably just like she's with me yeah right they just be like i came here to see scarlet or whatever <laughs> you know <laughs> sky just... is my pa <laughs> and they're just creeping in the background yeah. it's like dude it's a strip club go to the fucking stage and Fucking throw 20 bucks out there in singles. Because when, when I first got there and got my first drink, I laid 100 out there. And she came back with a bunch of 20s. I'm like, nope, all singles. She's like, all singles? I'm like, yep. So I got like $94 back in singles. I'm like, I will spend every one of them. And I was just shaking a whole big roll of singles. And she's like, good luck. <laughs> uh, but that 400 that I won at the tilted loon i'm like this is free money come get it girls (laughs) i just yeah i was tossing out dollars like i was god damn it i forgot the rapper's name the the stunner number one stunner oh from Uh, big timers yeah big timers uh uh birdman birdman yeah i was tossing singles man in any weather yep yep uh but then yeah robert's like yeah after you took them shots we went back up to the stage, and you there was a girl dancing in your face, and you were passed out. Well, <laughs> and I tapped you on the shoulder, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, here's a dollar." <laughs> and I did that two more. You times. You did that two more times, and he's like, "All right, we gotta go." And I was like, "Good idea." <laughs> and then, and then we drive back, and I'm still out of it. I don't remember much of this, but we like turned down whatever street to go towards. Aaron's house that we were crashing at and a cop pulled out behind him and he was just about shit in his pants because he was the only vehicle on the road well I if I was more sober I could have been like let's get an Uber off my phone because uh Tony and Aaron could have drove us back in the morning yeah I thought I had said that earlier in the night but if I was that out of it Robert was probably just like I'll just drive us but good thing that didn't happen because that would have ruined everything um but i remember being so drunk and high getting back to aaron's that i went outside thinking i was still at the strip club and then i thought i locked myself out of the house because i went to the back deck to get in and it was locked 
and I was sitting on her front porch on that step, and I was just, I must have passed out for a second, and I looked up, and I'm like, where the fuck am I? And I looked around, and I'm like, oh, I'm at Aaron's house. And I just walked back in and fell on her couch. And, <laughs> and then I woke up in the morning, and her dog was chewing on my hat, and I'm like, No! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and the, another funny thing with so because me, Aaron, and Tony, we went back to the house earlier. Um, I mean, when I got back, I just passed right the fuck out because Tony's like, well, "We want to have an after, or, you know, a uh, uh, you know, before nightcap, a nightcap." And I was like, "Dude, I'm like, my head's just pounding because had the old fashions, had the beer, had, had the, the wine, the wine, probably you know? had a shot too with us." Yeah, and then the um, uh, the ice cream drink and all that. Yeah. So that just like hit my head all at once. I was just like, I'm just gonna go pass out. But anyway, we, that next morning we're we're outside. We're having coffee. I was three. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> I went to the, like... I, I got up. I went to the bathroom, and I seen you guys are out in the back. And I just opened the door. I looked <laughs> he around. He didn't say one word. <laughs> he just opens it up, and we're like, Ah, how you feeling, BD? And you just looked right at us. And then like it was like probably a thirty second stare. <laughs> And then he just shuts the door and leaves. And he goes back onto the couch. <laughs> We're just like, what the fuck was that? I thought it would be funny. <laughs> Robert wasn't up yet. Um, Did you wake up with a hangover? Because I didn't. I didn't wake up with a hangover then. No, as soon as I got up, um, when I got up Sunday morning, I felt. Because you guys were out there like 7, 7.30. 7 o'clock. And yep. I woke up and I was still a little drunk, but I wasn't. <laughs> a little drunk? Yeah, yeah. But the dude, high- you walked in or you walked outside under the deck and stared at us for thirty <laughs> seconds without saying a word and went back in. I knew what I was doing. Oh, <laughs> oh this was all a ploy. Well, that was because I was. I saw you guys out on the deck and I was like, I should just go lay back on the couch. But then I'm like, you should just walk out there like a zombie and just stare at him and be like, is this a dream? The and best thing just- that would have been is actually if you walked in or walked out and we're like, how you feeling? And then all of a sudden you kind of like do a robot dance move and then just walk <laughs> and, away. And then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Intergalactic Shit. planetary. God damn it. I'll think of that next yeah, time. I'm in that, that next situation. Time. Yep. <laughs> then I just laid down for like a half hour and. Then Robert came up, and we went to the Blue Willow Cafe and had breakfast, which was fantastic. Awesome. Well, <laughs> breakfast always tastes good when oh, you're. Oh yeah, I wasn't hungover though. I was just like. No, I mean after a night of drinking. I mean oh, whether yeah. you're hungover or not. Yeah. So. And they had freshly squeezed orange juice. Yeah, but I didn't. Not I didn't, want. I didn't want that acid in my yeah. throat. But I mean, <laughs> but I, I did I, get an apple juice, and it was I did really see good. their. I saw their machine where they actually just put the oranges in, and it and goes it just through a roller, crushing yep. them, and yeah, that was cool. But I had like corned beef and hash because I hadn't had that in a long time, and I'm off the carbs, so I was like, "Fuck it, <laughs> I'm eating all this." Um, but yeah, that was great. And then we came back, and I'm I'm still like, "Yeah, let's have a Sunday yeah, fun day." Yeah, yeah, that's you were all for it. <laughs> and we went to Wayne's, and then nobody was there really. And Robert must have just went home and he went, went to sleep. Yeah, went to sleep. So we went there, and we just like looked at each other like. Yeah, I'm gonna go home. After I'm this. like, I'm gonna get a burger. <laughs> I'm like, I'm finishing this beer and I'm going home. Wayne's Wayne's not gonna be here much longer. I might as well get yeah. one of his burgers. And as soon as that was done and you left, I'm like, all right. Did Robert? This is starting to catch up. With did me. Robert tell you at all yesterday what he said when he got to Wayne's later that evening last week? No. He walked in and all of a sudden Robert, or Robert walked in and Wayne goes, 
Yep, we all knew that you were going to lie about being here. <laughs> we all knew you were going to be sleeping. And then Elson Roberts like, I just walked in. Well, you didn't show up with the rest of them. Uh, but, oh, yeah, one thing I forgot to mention was the night before um, <laughs> that we even went out to uh, Wausau, I, my friend Jenna was like, hey, you want to go out? I'm like, fuck yeah. And I got way too fucking high that night. I forgot. Oh, we went to DV and then we went to Lumberyard and then back to Wayne's. And at one point, I'm just like, I can't talk anymore. Can you drop, drop me off at home? And she's like, okay. But thanks for coming out with me because everybody else was busy doing stuff or yeah. not going out. And I was like, come on, Jim. More or less saving ourselves for the yeah the night or the night after. Well, that's why I was hitting you know, the next day. Pen heavy and I didn't gamble at all or anything like that on Friday night, but. It was, this is two weekends in a row where I really give her. Um, let me look at my list here of all the, let's see, Tony and Aaron's, The Dog, Wasps, we covered all that, yep. Tilted Loon Saloon, Yep. Uh, Lake Nokomis, Bootleggers, Fancy, 1920s, I said it was called Phil's back in the yep. day. Uh, we got the wine, Flame and Yum, Prime Rib. Flank steak. Yeah, and I don't know what Aaron had, but I think she had a steak. We were going to get that tomahawk steak, but it was 150 bucks, And most of it's, the weight on that is bone. It's all bone. Like, I'm not doing it for the gram. <laughs> Do it for the gram! Uh, yeah, no salad or salad bar, but fuck it. That was a great place. Oh, it was fantastic. Um, yeah, the sparkler brownie. Buffalo Trace cream. Atmosphere 10 out of a 10. Total 9 out of a 10. I think that just about covers it. For yeah, our uh, nice little birthday trip. Man, that was awesome. What um, a way to go. What apparently we- they had, oh, I didn't tell you this, because she was trying, the the uh, dancer was trying to talk me into a bed lap dance, where you lay down on a bed. <laughs> it was like 50 bucks more. I'm like, nah. <laughs> She's like, are you sure? <laughs> so in birthday. all reality, what would be the difference between a lounge chair versus a bed? I mean, obviously, yes, you're laying down, but, I mean, are they going to do more? Well, I mean, it probably just simulates sex better. Um, she probably would have found my dick a lot, clo- you know, faster <laughs> riding on top of me. But I don't know. Sitting in a love seat was good enough for me, that faux leather bullshit love seats. I was trying to find some really good, uh, some other good content. So, you know, they have these things called, and obviously it's, it's things that you like to hear, stripper stories. Uh, I was trying to find a really good one that's been up lately. Uh, and, oh, look at Robert just. Uh, just woke up? Yep. At one fifty four p.m.? It says, I just woke up. I still feel drunken. That's all it says. <laughs> Well, you must have had a hell of a time. Yeah. But anyway, uh, one did, yeah, so like I was like, look, I was like, hey, I'm like, we can like, you know, every now and then have a stripper story on here. Uh, and well, one other, other thing I want to say quick about Lickety Splits is all the girls there were fun and not, I mean, you go to the Oval Office at least a couple times I've been to it. Like the ladies are just, you know, they seem bored to be there. And This one was more, they. Yeah, they were like, oh, one other thing, like. You know, Tony or Robert be like, oh, it's his birthday. And she's like, how old are you? And I'd be like, guess. And uh, each one of them, they were, they were being honest. They said 32, so that made my night too. One guess 36. But the other three of them that 
Tony asked. They all said oh. 30, 32. Yeah. So. I mean, they were all, I mean, every one of them was very nice. They were. I'm just saying they, I look young for me, my age. Based on. Based on nice strippers telling me nice Dude, things. Dude, you're 40, okay? <laughs> things don't go downhill until you hit 42. You're fine. You got two more years. Well, then I'm going to I'm gonna work on cutting out some more weight. I'm down 30 pounds, but... I'm going to work on myself. Yeah, I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to take vitamins. <laughs> and fish oils. Yeah. Uh, you fucking homo. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, uh, what I was saying, uh, I found this thing... Uh, because you always like stripper stories. I mean, that's I one thing. Them. That's one thing. That's that you, one thing I didn't do is ask them a bunch of. And you got actually pissed off because you were even seeing <clears> it the day after. You're like, God, I didn't, I didn't get... ask them any stories. So tell me a wild story. Yeah, yeah. I, I was mean, having too much fun. So I mean, I would think right. You know, probably the craziest stripper story yet would probably be the one where that girl pulled out the handgun, right? Yeah, that was pretty good. And you know, you, you're gonna hear. I mean, come on now, what strippers go through is just crazy. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> So, I mean, like I said, with all those creepers, like the mere fact that she's like, okay, don't touch my pussy or don't grab my tits. It's like, guys do that. They're like, oh yeah, all the time she goes. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> you don't have to worry about that to me. I'm just high and having fun. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to. I'm going to uh, hand this peanut butter. Oh, you're going to hand that over now. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Great. I'd like to try that. Was that pretty good too? It's not bad. And which one is this from? Oh my god, dude. It's, a, it's American Porter, small batch. It's it's a peanut butter porter. Liggins. Wait, I can't. Liddens or oh sorry, Lion's Tail Brewery in <laughs> Linens. Uh, Lion's Tail Brewery in uh, Nina. Oh, okay. So that would probably have been obviously probably it would either have been Jill then or Jason. Or Jason. Yeah. I mean, but, we're trying to go through the stock. Yeah, we've got we've got some stouts yet from uh, Jamie's friend, um, Joni. Uh, shit. <laughs> we're really sorry right now. I, I want to say it is Judy. No, it's no, either Jody or Joni. I think it is Jody. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to your stouts. Yeah, we're going to get to them. Yeah, because <laughs> next week is just another day. Yeah. Well, I there mean, is a bachelor party I might have to go to, and any opportunity to go to a strip club, I'm in. Oh, is that is that is that what's going on, huh? <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's our our friend Joel's bachelor party next weekend. I got invited to it, but I'm not going to go to the like cabin that they rented and everything. Okay. But if they're going to mosey out to Pesh to go, which ain't that far away, I might go for a little bit. Oh, I went. You might as well. I mean, because I know that next week I have a wedding. Yeah, the wedding season's already starting. So, oh, no kidding. Yeah, and then the week after that. Oh, well, we'll we'll talk yeah. about it in a second. Oh, we should actually though. Be, well, before I get to the stripper story, we should be talking about because we just got done with the the uh, supper club. Talk about where we're going now next. I mean, okay, so not next weekend, but the weekend after, we'll be going to uh, Wisconsin Rapids for our yearly trip. Um, to watch the rafters, they've got an awesome uh, deal down the third baseline. It's the uh, Stevens Point Brewery Lazy River, and you've got bar stools right on the third base line, and there's a water trough in front of you, and they send you your drinks down on a little raft. Which we'll, and, we'll post on our, our... Yeah, we'll post it on our Instagram and Facebook uh, in a couple weeks when we go. 
Um, but then after the ball game, we usually go over to Corner Bar, and right next to Corner Bar is Venus Gentlemen's Club, where we can all be gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> but uh, a girl, she's been there the last two years, and I think she's still there. She's the one that told us the story about the gun in the pulling a gun on stage from guys taking her tip money. Um, and I also made that joke about, she was like, I was working in this one place and, uh, you know, the, the owner lived in the apartment above it. So she's, I'm, I'm there for a week and I'm working for the man upstairs and I quick go, God, <laughs> she's like, what? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> I, I was perfect com- comedic timing on that one. Um, but we'll be going back there, and then on Saturday when we come back, we're going to another our, our June Supper Club in Plover, which is Sky Supper Club, which claims to have the first ever salad bar. So, and that's I mean, think about that—the first ever salad bar. And I just seen on their Facebook page they just opened up the salad bar again from COVID. So apparently they've got one of the most famous. Uh, salad bar setups in in supper club lore so and the fact that it's the first documented salad bar at least or uh, attraction at a supper club is pretty cool so we'll be hitting that on saturday on our way back to bondwell um i don't know if our buddy craig's gonna make it but me you and robert for sure he might come down the way i was thinking it if he's got a softball game on Saturday, if he drives down separate, he can just leave straight from Rapids, and then we'll uh, we'll hit the supper club on the way back and be back in Bondwell on Saturday night. So look for that review coming up at the end of the month, and we'll recap the baseball game and everything, and hopefully we get some crazy stripper stories. Yeah, which I was trying to get at because, um, which I really effing hate because you, you always think you have that, or you have... The, the story that you're talking about, you yeah. know, um, I did find it. Obviously, the only problem was is it wasn't coming up on my laptop, which we uh, uh, but I do have it right here. So you're going to hear this. This was actually a stripper story. Could you relate to this? I mean, even for the strippers that are listening, could the has one, this, the one? <laughs> you never know. There might be more than one. Might be two. Yep. But so this was a stripper story of uh, one of the girls that was uh, working at a club one night. So. Here it goes. And the Chronicles continue. Stripper Stories Part 6. I was probably about 18 years old. And in walks my dad's best friend. What the fuck? So I'm embarrassed because I immediately know who he is. Right? And I'm trying to think, fuck, do I look the same? Will he know who, will he remember me? Does he know who I am? And so I'm starting to get embarrassed. I am starting to blush. And so I have to hustle my ass back to the fucking locker room. G-string, eight-inch heels, and fucking bikini top (laughs) and all. And then I had to be shuffled out the back door by the bouncer so that I could get in my car and leave without him fucking seeing any more of me. (sighs) My parents know I'm a stripper, but they did not at the time, and I was so terrified he was going to tell my dad. (laughs) Wow. I mean, (laughs) that uh, Matt Broniger, he's been a comedian of the week on our... uh, show before yep. but he's got a story about because in portland um they've got more strip clubs per capita than anybody else in the world and a lot of them are just like my kind of strip clubs or it's a dive bar that happens to have a little stage with 
girls dancing. Correct. And at the, it reminds me, the way he talks about it, it reminds me of the Frontiers. Just they go dance for a while and then they come drink with you at the bar and try and get drinks out of you and tell stories and bullshit. And we used to shake dice back in the day, but she took that away. <laughs> but And now the place is closed, but i seen she might be reopening it. Oh, look at that. You're in heaven. Well, well I don't know it, if it's going to happen. If it's going to happen. Um, Got to go through a lot of legal But channels. damn, that, that place felt like home to me. But she always said, you're part of the Frontier family. Um, uh, what was I getting? At? Oh, so Broniger's telling this story about he was wearing he was wearing something of his old high school, like a old high school football shirt or something. Okay, and she's like, "Oh, North High." She's like, "I went there." She's like, "What's your name?" And he said, "Matt Broniger." She's like, "Oh yeah, I knew your dad. He was the superintendent." He's like, "That's a weird conversation to have while girls dancing in front of you." <laughs> Next thing you know, you're like, she's like, oh yeah, Mr. Brogger. You guys she's are like, like sitting there talking it. about don't, like, don't say it like yeah. that. <laughs> that 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 would kind of okay. If you ever came into that situation, let's say that there's somebody that you were really good friends with, never looked at that at that girl that way, and all of, and all of a sudden, in. and you walked in, and then uh, bam, there she is, and you know now she wants to she wants to see how you're doing, how's life, you know, whatever. But now you're looking at her completely different. Are you letting that be a distraction? No, I would. Uh, I'd think it'd be awesome. I'd be like, "No shit, this is awesome." I because that's how I usually interact with right. dancers. Anyway, I'm just like, well, I mean, I look at everybody's got to make like, a living. Hey, it doesn't pretty, matter what job yeah, it is. Well, no, but I'm just like, yeah, you're hot and all, but are you cool? Let's <laughs> fucking talk. Yeah. Uh, so if I had like a high school friend that all of a sudden I walked into a strip club, I'd be like. I wouldn't give a shit. I'd just be like, "No shit, you're dancing here. That's great." And I, yeah, I'd be like, "I'll." I wouldn't even. She wouldn't have to ask. I'd just be like, "Let me buy you a drink and let's, you know." But it, could you imagine? It wouldn't you be awkward. Just... I would try and make. She might feel awkward, so I'd try right. and make it as least awkward for her as possible. But I wouldn't feel awkward. Well, just at all. like that stripper story. I mean, she felt awkward right out. Yeah. She had to get. She had to escort out the back door. <laughs> yeah. Well, could you imagine like? If your parents didn't know you were a stripper and all of a sudden your dad came in. I mean, we like, always joke about it, but would, <laughs> wouldn't you want to be there when, let's just say that you don't know who the parents are or who the girl is on stage. But all of a sudden, let's say the dad walks in with a bunch of his buddies for, you know, yeah. let's say that they're out golfing or something. Okay. And then yep. they decide to go to the strip club and then all of a sudden. Oh, my God. Well, the dad would be the one who would feel oh. the worst, probably. Unless you had like a weird, cool family. Who was like <laughs> your dad's whipping? The dad's whipping? No, 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 oh. no. I'm not going that. Like, okay. if he was like just drinking at the bar and was like some guy like, uh, um, you know, starts tipping. You know, his daughter was dancing on stage and be like, "Hey, watch your hands!" And she goes, "Dad, will you shut up?" <laughs> you know, that would be. I would laugh so fucking hard. If I that guarantee happened. that there is a place <laughs> that and has some, happened. Yes, probably or, in Florida, <laughs> or it's still happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go with Alabama. <laughs> yeah, because that reminds me of a story. Uh, I was meeting my buddy Brent at, um, where the hell was? Oh, stirrups. Back in the day, yep. I was like in my twenties, and I was like, I I got there and I didn't see him, and I was just like, oh, whatever, I'll just uh, have a drink. And I was like, it was crowded in there, and I was like looking for him, I didn't see him, and I'm just like, I'll just post up here, maybe he's not here yet. And so I got halfway through my drink, and I walked to the bathroom, and as I'm walking into the bathroom, like a guy walks out, and he walks out behind this guy, and not even like 
saying anything. He just grabs me by the shirt and be like, you're the motherfucker that fucked my sister. And like, and I caught on right away and be like, don't fucking blame her for your troubles, buddy. And two guys started to break us up. Then Brent starts laughing. He's like, I'm just, fu- we were just fucking with you guys. This is my best friend. <laughs> that was so fucking hilarious like we didn't even like we just went with the joke and all these guys were like oh break it up break it up and we just start laughing that's actually really good (laughs) you're the one who's been fucking my sister yeah (laughs) oh shit i miss that those days oh that was so much easier back then no cares in the world. Yep. I didn't have a fucking mortgage or pay insurance and shit. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> you thought you were going to just live with your parents for the rest of your life. Yeah, live rent free. <laughs> no shit. No. Nope. Here comes adulthood, bud. Oh, boy. So, yeah. Um, everybody enjoy their Memorial Day weekend. Um, I'm probably going to do nothing tomorrow. Yeah. But if you're listening, I hope you enjoyed your weekend. Yeah. And like I said coming weeks we got some shit going on um what else we got a big send-off party coming up in two weeks oh yeah the 16th friday the 16th is wayne's going away party after after that he's selling the place um i forgot he said he's staying on for a couple months uh he's like he's only hoping for like he's hoping for not even like he's only hoping for like two weeks oh okay just as a transitional period, yep. but the official going away party party is uh, Friday the sixteenth. Yep, at Wayne's. So if you're in the area, party's going to be inside and outside. Yeah, he's fencing off the alley. Yep, and going to have free burgers and dollar drinks. Yeah. Good yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm on call too. So fuck. Well, I mean, I I, I kind of wish that it would have been. Uh, personally, I would have wished it would have been the week after. That, that it would have still been the original plan that we had. Oh, because that Saturday, Cuomo? yeah. Because well, no, the, no, that's July. The, yeah, that's July. No, the twenty fourth. He was looking at that Saturday, and he was all with it. But then they wanted to move up a, a week earlier, and take so that's over earlier. Yeah, so he wanted it. He was like, "Hey, how about Saturday the seventeenth? Well, I have a DJ gig at Lumberyard, so I couldn't." And we just realized he's like, "Well, Friday the 16th. I'm like, "Let's do it." So I got to actually start going there next week and start running all the, because I'm going to have two speakers on the back, two speakers in the front, one outside. Yeah. Just going to be set up all over the place. <clears throat> and then I probably should just put a pole in the middle of the. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we should put one outside, just a stationary. A stationary pole. You don't pole. know what will happen. I mean, if it's dollar <laughs> drinks, you could have your aunt or your, your grandma or whatever up on the floor. <laughs> And then she'd be like, I love you, Wayne and Connie. <laughs> we know who's going to be on the pole. Oh, God, never yeah. mind. Yep. No, that's a bad right, no, idea. No, no, no. They're taking no the pole off. No, no pole. No pole. No, no, no. <laughs> we're just going like... to, yeah, we're just going to serve water and soda. <clears throat> Man. Yeah, we don't need that. You're just asking for bad news. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that transition right there. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Oh, my God. I think wow. I Holy shit. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> Man, if look at anything, this. I've we, got transitions. Look at it. We, we held off for one week, and we became smarter. <laughs> I'm trying to look up ones that I had. Uh, um, well, one of the bad news is that uh, Robert's not here. Aw. Uh, not really. Yeah. Um, 
So I was looking through some news stories. I'm trying to remember if this one's even good or not. Whatever, I'll just go with it. Okay, uh, two Wisconsin to... drug dealers arrested. Oh, wait, Dep- remember we had the done done? Oh yeah. yeah Never the... mind. Hold on. Back up. May 9th, twenty twenty-three, Columbia County. <laughs> a nineteen-year-old man and an eighteen-year-old man from which is stretching it uh, from Wisconsin, uh, Columbia, Wisconsin, were arrested on several drug-related charges, and a deputy with the Columbia County Sheriff's Office conducted a traffic stop on Highway 16 for a minor traffic violation, but during the contact with the driver, identified as Jameson Jones, well, he should have been drinking, uh, the deputy, deputy noticed drugs inside the vehicle. Authorities searched the vehicle where they found numerous drug trafficking items, and Jones was arrested. Throughout the investigation, deputies discovered these drugs were acquired within the city of Portage, uh, and they executed a search warrant on a residence where the sole occupant of the house attempted to flee by jumping off the second-story balcony. Oh <laughs> he was eventually ap- apprehended by law enforcement and identified as Devin Bader from Portage. He was also taken to the jail on several drug charges. Throughout the searches of the vehicle and the residence, Authorities found over forty thousand dollars in cash, seven thousand seven hundred and seventy-eight oh THC vape cartridges, around fourteen pounds of THC wax, more than half a pound of THC oil, and around a half a pound of psilocybin mushrooms, cocaine, and a money counting machine drug packaging. Wow, he's really going and all a nine out. millimeter handgun oh, with yep, serial yep. numbers filed off. What you know, <laughs> filed off. I mean. The mushrooms and the. Could you imagine THC. if he actually had all that shit, but they actually it was his gun. It was actually <laughs> his concealed carried gun. That's what got him arrested. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have had concealed carry out of one with file numbers. <laughs> no, yeah, numbers filed off. Uh, <clears throat> the Columbia County Sheriff's Office continues to make identifying those with trafficking illegal drugs a high priority. Really, mushrooms and weed. Fuck you. But doesn't it seem like people that actually are carrying the drugs that are like in this high like meth or fentanyl and all that they're asking for because they're like drive dumb. They're getting caught. Yeah, I mean, get a fucking minivan and make sure all the lights work, and you'll fly under the radar. Get a brand new Toyota Sienna (laughs) and put a bunch of fake kids in the back seat, making them look like it's a family going up north. I mean, come on, this isn't that hard. Yeah, but they're eighteen and nineteen. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're just dummies. Uh, but this comment just gets me. These are large drug, large-scale drug dealers targeting our youth. These THC vape devices have been showing up at schools and local communities. Really? Because you get them at the fucking gas station, dummy. I was the yeah. legal version. What of weed. the hell? If you do enough of the legal version, it's no different than drinking beer and getting as the drunk and taking a few shots of whiskey, coke, meth, yeah, uh, once, once heroin, uh, fentanyl. That's the shit that you need to be worrying about, not about fucking THC and mushrooms. And, come on, yeah, much, yeah. Maybe, maybe the cops need to take some mushrooms every now and then. I've I've said that every politician or. Anybody in power who's like... Could you imagine you put everybody that's a politician, whether they're Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever they are, they you put them all to. in a chamber and they all have to have mushrooms, right? They come all out and next thing you know, they're all shaking each other's hands. Yeah. Everything's all great. Yeah. I, I've said anybody who's like really staunch, hard line against drugs should probably do drugs. <laughs> like especially when it comes to weed and mushrooms. 
mushrooms make everything better. It makes you realize that, hey, maybe you're a piece of shit and you need to change your ways. <laughs> or, hey, look how good life is. Maybe I shouldn't feel so depressed all the Wait time. Wait a minute. Do you guys see that rainbow? <laughs> Dude, it's 12 o'clock at night. Okay, then it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's all I had on that one. Oh, that's all you had on that one? All right, well, I got two. And you have another one then as well? Or? Let me look. Here. Okay, well, I'll go with mine right now. Oh, this yeah, is... I do. <laughs> Wait, wh- wh- which one is yours? In it? Where is it from? I just want to make sure. Um, This is just... Well, this is... Uh, let me see. It's just... Uh, just so I don't, you know... Well, if, if yours is the same, okay. I'll just not say it. Okay. So this one happened May 15th in Denver. Colorado police arrested a man on Saturday night who was allegedly driving while intoxicated and got lost. While a, when approached by police, officers said the man tried to switch places with his dog, <laughs> who was in the passenger seat. Police said the incident started around 11.30 p.m. near the 7th and Main Street in Springfield, which is near the far southeast part of the state, whatever, when the driver was allegedly caught speeding at 52 miles per hour in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. When police stopped the driver... when the police stopped the driver and approached the vehicle, the officer said they watched the driver try to switch places with his dog, who was in the passenger seat. <laughs> uh, police said that the man got out of the passenger or got out of the passenger side. The vehicle then claimed he was not driving, and the officer said the man showed clear signs of intoxication when they asked him about how much alcohol he consumed. The man ran away from the officer. Way to go. <laughs> Nothing would have been more hilarious if the dog actually would have then yeah, went after off. him. No, if the dog would have put it in gear and drove off. Yeah. No, that's actually true. The officer said the man was apprehended less than 20 yards away. Oh, perfect, 20 yard. Yeah. He didn't hit the 40-yard dash. No. Uh, he wasn't dur- at the combine. <laughs> yeah. During the investigation, the police learned the man was driving uh, to a certain area. He had two active warrants out for his arrest. One, he was uh, once he was medically cleared, he was booked into jail. Um, also, he was driving under the influence of alcohol, driving while ability uh, ability impaired, and driving under suspension, speeding over 20, 24 miles an hour. And uh, I guess the dog didn't get charged with anything. <laughs> <laughs> they took him to the pound. <laughs> pound town. <laughs> ah. Ah. Oh boy. All right. So I was looking at headlines a few weeks ago and this one just I had to save it cuz the headline was can I legally marry my cu- Oh, first off. <laughs> what? Hold on. Okay. Wisconsin, February 12, 2023. Can I legally marry my cousin in Wisconsin? <laughs> we were just talking about this at the strip club. <laughs> Uh, can first cousins legally marry in Wisconsin? Well, the topic may be taboo to some readers. The an- readers, the answer may surprise you. Marriage between cousins was considered a common practice for those entrenched in the same communities throughout several generations, as once detailed in an Inside Edition report. Uh, one of the most famous examples, the website notes, was President Franklin Roosevelt and his wife Eleanor, who were fifth cousins once removed. Uh, it's also widely known that Albert Einstein and Charles Darwin married their first cousins. And look how smart they were. Look yeah. what they invented. <laughs> they were just lazy. Yeah. <laughs> who's, the, who's the closest well, was woman nothing, towards me? <laughs> yeah, but there was nothing around at all back then either. <laughs> it's not like they had Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee they fucking did. <laughs> However, Wisconsin has its own rules regarding the practice. The law clearly states it is illegal for anyone to marry any member of their family that is more closely related than second cousins. 
Uh, one exception applies to this rule. First cousins and first cousins once removed can only marry if the woman in the relationship is at least 55. What? Or either permanently sterile. It's seriously done either by the fertility or done by the age. Yeah. Unlike first cousins, other more distant cousins are allowed to marry since the law only restricts marriages between first cousins. This means uh, Hoosiers in Indiana could marry a first cousin once removed, second cousin, third cousin, fourth cousin, and so on. Uh, Dr. Hannon Hamony, a professor at uh, human genetics in Switzerland, has cited the increased risk of autosomal recessive genitive genetic disorders and congenital malformations between ah uh, congenital yes uh, between <laughs> uh, consanguinous I'm going to say cousin <laughs> marriages <laughs> as evidence that children born from blood relatives which are second cousins or closer may suffer adverse health defects so if you're 55 or sterile. <laughs> You can marry your first cousin. It almost makes me kind of wonder, like, could you imagine being in the uh, legislative room when all of a sudden they're like, okay, we've got a topic, one or the other. We have to figure out the debt limit or we're going to figure out your sister fucker, cousin fuckers. (laughs) Do we want to put an end to the... Do we want to put an end to the prohibition on marijuana or do we want to get rid of cousin fucking? (laughs) Oh, boy. Wow. That's... Oh, God. All right, here's the last one. This one happened May 24th uh, in Louisville, Kentucky. A man in Kentucky was arrested after allegedly shooting his roommate in the buttocks over a frozen hot pocket. (laughs) That was according to police. Clifton Williams, who was 64, was arrested and charged with second-degree felony assault after police said he and his roommate got into an argument over a frozen food item on Saturday night. As detailed in a citation from the Louisville Metro Police Department, the victim claimed Williams got mad at him because he ate the last Hot Pocket. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) At which point, Williams began throwing tiles at his roommate. (laughs) Must have been remodeled. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. Probably, you know what? He probably removed the tiles found underneath (laughs) the gun. Uh, The roommate attempted to fight back, but ultimately uh, decided to leave when Mr. Williams went inside the residence and got a gun. According to the complaint, the victim then told that Williams shot him in the ass as he was trying to leave. That was according to the uh, citation. The roommate was able to run away for help. <laughs> I've just been shot in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> or it was a small prick. What the hell was that uh, movie? Oh, no, it was Blazing Saddles. Sorry. Gene Wilder was uh, doing that bit about being... Uh, uh, Saw it when you become a gunfighter, everybody you gotta look over your shoulder. And I almost pulled a gun on a kid who said, "Reach for it, Mister." And I put my guns away and I walked away. <laughs> yeah. The son of a bitch shot me in the ass. Yes. <laughs> Williams was arrested just before one a.m. on Sunday morning and booked into jail hours later, according to the arrest records. He is scheduled. Ooh, coming up May thirtieth, which is uh, Tuesday. Ah, so right he's after got the his... holiday weekend. Yep, <laughs> boy. Yeah, he was too busy uh, shooting somebody in the ass, and he might get something in his ass. Oh! Oh. Look at that. Poor guy. Yeah. (laughs) So that's all for bad news. That's all we have for bad news, yeah. I mean, I had more, but I'm going to save it. I got to look up some stories for next week. You want to know what? I will say I will... 
I surprisingly lately there is a lot, and I mean even with summer now coming up, you know how retarded people are going to be. I mean, I should just uh, subscribe to like the Fond du Lac newsletter because there's something always Fond du Lac. Is Holy just, shit! Every every if you horrible... have not been through Fond du Lac, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Fuck a detour around that town. Oh shit! But Jesus Christ! Every time I look at a like news story where it's like. Uh, Guy shoots his girlfriend or something. It's always from Fond du Lac. I'm like, God damn. And I don't know why they're mad. You fuckers have a McDonald's and Olive Garden. Like, what the fuck else do you want? I mean, we don't even have a grocery store here. <laughs> Go to Home Depot yeah. and fix that damn shithole of a house. <laughs> raise the property value. And get the hell out of there. No shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, <clears throat> actually, on. one thing I did want to say is, uh, so one of, our, one of our really good friends, Candy, who's our bartender. Yep. Uh, she was on a two-week Poland vacation. Oh, yeah, I saw the pictures. What, yeah, well, amazing. guess what? Um, I ran into her, well, on Friday night, uh, went uh, went down to uh, 117 to go have uh, supper for fish fry, and uh, she showed me pictures that she couldn't post on there and pictures that she can't. Um, uh, she was showing me areas where she couldn't even take a picture. Oh, okay. Uh, it gives you a real... I mean, she went to Auschwitz. Oh, yeah. yeah, they say you can't take pictures at Auschwitz. Yeah, so there's like, oh, you can, you can in certain areas. Okay. Um, she got to take pictures of uh, of like the bath, the uh, where they have to go to the bathroom, and all it was is just a a roll of wood with a hole next to each other, probably yeah. about fifty of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she uh, had a picture. She showed me the picture of the firing squad wall. Jesus Christ. And it's the weirdest thing ever because it was all red brick and probably 20 by 20 is just this gray because the, the bricks that they had were more mortar bricks, like the, the yep. thicker ones. Mm-hmm. And that's where they would five at a time. Jesus. And uh, it kind of gives you, personally, like me, me, I'm a big history buff. Like we yep. were talking about before, the history of the Supper Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, just knowing that that happened and the genocide of it, um, yeah, yeah, I mean the atrocities. I mean that's when whenever people say, "Oh, geez, the world's going to hell in a handbasket," it's like you don't know history very well, do you? We're we're I've said this before. We, we live in the safest times that humans have ever lived in right now. Uh, I mean, that was only sixty years ago. Could you bet? Yeah. Or eighty years ago? Yeah, it was a yeah the thirties. There's and 40s. still people alive who were kids. That survived the Holocaust. I mean, and she was even saying how uh, when they were talking to the historian there, um, the people that got, you know, from Warsaw and all that, Mm -hmm. that were put on the trains, they thought that they they were uh, made it. They 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 made it seem like the they Nazis were, being were made, relocating. Yeah, yeah, they were relocating. So they thought everything was fine until all of a sudden the train stopped and bam, there you are at the concentration camp. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, just look at your own life. Like, how would it be? Like, imagine you just—it's a great day. The birds are all chirping. Like, it's a oh, sunny there's, day, there's and the next thing you know, yeah, like, you well, walk outside, and, and you're then, like, "Yeah, I want to get out of this place because there's war going on." Yeah, sure, we got you a first class ticket. Yep. <laughs> and then next thing you know, you end up in Fond du Lac. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> 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 get a big, big cab ride or a bus ride. Be like, oh shit, I'm glad to be away. Where are we? Uh, Fond du Lac? Fuck! (laughs) 
I'm moving to Illinois. Yeah, oh no. No, that's actually worse. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck's that place right across the border? I always I told you that story oh, about um Gurney Mills? No, 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 no. The where the Frito Lay factory is, where everything's bulletproof windows. What? R- Rockford? Oh, is that the one where I had the liquor st- was that the liquor store picture? No, no, no. That was in Minneapolis. Oh, wait. No, that was the one where your cousin I Jason wa- wasn't that? No. I I used to work for Xerox and I yeah. had to go down just across the border, I forget what town it was, but I went to a fucking Taco Bell and they had bulletproof glass between you and the cashier, and I'm just like, I got to get the fuck out of this town. Well, what was the one where you were talking about then too? Where your wasn't it Jason's buddy who was a, a Italian oh, yeah, looking mob? Yeah. No, that was my other cousin. Oh, uh, okay, Andy. He had he was going through Gary, Indiana, and he was a big Italian dude. And he was wearing like his conference championship rings on his fingers, and he got out at a gas station at like midnight or one in the morning with a bunch of gangsters and crackheads around. But they left him alone because he was driving a fucking Escalade, and he looked like he was a gangster with big rings on his finger and just strolling around like he wasn't bothered by anything. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that because that is one thing I don't <clears> think <throat> anybody would want to fuck around. Like I even thought about it. Um, there's a basketball player that's, you know, obviously you don't watch much basketball, but you probably heard of him, the Joker, Nikola Jokic. He's no. in the finals right now. He plays for Denver Nuggets. Anyway, okay. um, uh, a lot I'm, of... I remember uh, Manute Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> Manute Bowl. Uh, but anyway, he would always, or uh, it's one of the basketball players was talking shit. And then so Nikola Jokic's brother was talking, and these guys are Russian. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's one thing you probably do not want to fuck with? Russian dudes. Yeah. If you think that, oh, I've gone through like Compton or I've gone through Gary, Indiana or Southside <laughs> Chicago, imagine the Russian mob. The Russian mob can find anything anywhere throughout any country mm-hmm. and you would be gone. So it's not like you have just like local ties. They have international ties. <laughs> and so uh, I guess one of them was like talking shit to uh, Nikola Jokic or the brother or whatever. And it was obviously because everybody now these days does it through social media. Okay. That's all, you know. So they were talking shit about him on right. Facebook. Right, but it was a it was another Instagram. fellow basketball player that was, like, talking shit, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it had to do with him winning an award or something like that. Okay. And his brother then says, you don't know who you're fucking with. I would shut your mouth. <laughs> and then the guy goes, well, I got this, whatever. I got my homies, whatever. He goes, oh. That's it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden after that, uh, there was no there was no reply after that. And then it got into the sports world where they were talking about it. And everybody was all like, well, this is like harassment, you know, because they were making it sound like. Have but, you heard of KGB? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was like the thing where all of a sudden everybody was all trying to be like, hey, you know, this isn't right that, that, that uh, you know, Nikola Jokic's brother was saying this. And they're like. No, you don't understand. Like the other guy opened the can of worms, and yeah. he's just finishing what he, yeah. you know, to let him know you better stop where you are right now because, <laughs> which is true. I mean, I forget what they call it now. It used to be the KGB, but now they call it something else. Well, because I just <clears> seen <throat> all now this week, uh, Bert's movies out. Oh, the, the machine. machine. Bert Kreischer's The Machine is coming out, and Mark Hamill plays his dad, apparently, in the movie. Yeah. I'll see it when I see it. I don't want to. I'm not going to be one where I'm going to go see it in theaters. I'll wait for it to come out on one of the streaming platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of comedians, who's our comedian of the week? All right. Our comedian of the week. Well, you know, we were going through a bunch, whatever. And I figured, you know what? We uh, haven't had Fluffy, Gabriel Iglesias yet. 
And uh, he was always a, you know, entertaining. Com- he's, he's a family-friendly kind of guy. He's a family-friendly one, he's, yeah. Uh, he's like one of those guys like Jim Gaffigan who could just do an arena and sell it out three nights in a row. And then he's just one of those guys that caught fire and everybody loved him. Yeah. So. And he was also another one that was big time against Carlos Mencia. Oh, yeah. Oh, my well, God. Stealing everybody's material. Yeah. Um, but, like, everything I've seen, he's one of the nicest dudes out there. Like, other comedians speak very highly of him. He's yeah. just a nice guy and is making major bank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. The only guy even... that's above that is, like, Kevin Hart, who's in every fucking ad that exists. <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of Kevin Hart's stand-up, but. He's all right. Yeah. But he's, again, one of those guys who's just one of the nicest dudes that uh, he'll, like, buy his whole crew PS5s to play in the green room, you know? Who did? Uh, Fluffy Kevin, did? Kevin oh, Kevin Hart. Hart. Oh, well, even listen to the freaking story what Dave Chappelle talked about. Yeah. <laughs> his son wanted to go to a Kevin Hart show. Yeah. Just listen to that. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's hear a little Fluffy. I took a road trip about a year ago after I got rid of the Beetle in the SUV. I took a road trip from L.A. to Phoenix to go perform at this club. Let me tell you who's in the car. I'm driving. I got my buddy Armando riding shotgun. He's another fluffy guy. We call him sexy bitch. I don't call him that. His wife calls him that. He's a sexy bitch. Anyway, in the back seat, I got my friend Martin. Next to him is my friend Felipe. So we take off. We're on the 10 freeway. We're passing all these Indian casinos. <laughs> Sorry, we're stupid like that. Anyway, all of a sudden, all these cars start passing me, right? I'm getting annoyed because I'm driving a... I said, next car that tries to pass me, I'm not going to let him. So I'm looking in the rearview mirror, waiting, looking, waiting, waiting. And I see a silver dot. The silver dot turned out to be a little car with two hoochies in it, right? So some of you guys are going, how do you know they're hoochies? Because my friend Martin was in the back seat going, I feel a disturbance in the force. <laughs> they tried to go around and I cut them off. <laughs> I'm having fun. They're back there. Whatever. <laughs> my friend Felipe is in the back seat yelling at me. Fool, what are you doing? I go, dude, don't worry. I'm having fun. Gary, you're going to get pulled over. I'm okay, it's cool. We're arguing, going back and forth. I'm not paying attention. I don't see a California Highway Patrol officer creeping up on us. All of a sudden, I hear, Woo! I look at the speedometer, 102. Oh, I freaked out. <laughs> the little car that was behind me with the two hoochies, they got pulled over because they were going just as fast. You know. I'm in the front seat of my car freaking out. Oh my God, I'm going to jail. I'm on the verge of tears. From the back seat, I hear my friend Felipe. Fool, what are you crying for? What are you crying for, fool? You're not the one with weed in his pocket, are you? You have drugs in the car? I told you to slow down, didn't I? But no, Pikachu knows everything. Everybody roll down your window. I heard the car. Mando fart. Do something, man. Don't go. The cop walks over the window, looks in, sees my face, recognizes me from TV, right? He's like, hey, I know you. You're a comedian. Yeah, you're 
that guy from Comedy Central. You're the guy that does that joke about his friend at a hotel and you crank call him and you call him a dirty Mexican and then you go, but it was funny, huh? Oh, I love that joke. That one and when you go, chocolate cake. Oh, I love that joke. I hate to do this to you, but we got two cars involved. I need your license and registration. Okay, here you go. Here you go. So he takes my info, goes back to the car with the two girls in it, right? The whole time he's back there, I tell everybody in the car, check it out. He just recognized me from TV. Maybe if we have some fun with him, crack some jokes, maybe he won't take the car. I don't care if I get a ticket, but as long as he doesn't take the car. Mando, be silly, crack a joke. Martin, be funny. Felipe, what, fool? Shut the hell up. <laughs> so the cop comes back to the car. What the hell were you doing out there? Before I could think of something funny to say, from the back seat I hear, fool, he was testing the suspension. <laughs> oh my God, this pothead's gonna get me arrested. <laughs> Officer, I'm sorry. That's my friend Felipe. That's the guy from the special. That's the guy who says, but it was funny, huh? He's just trying to get me in trouble. I'm really sorry. Whatever. So he goes back to his squad car with my driver's license and he's swiping it in a computer. The whole time he's doing that, he's being yelled at from the back seat of my car. Hey, officer, thank God you have a computer. Last week we got stopped in Mexico. That fool had a Rolodex. <laughs> Cop starts dying. <laughs> I go, oh, we got him going. We got him going. I tell my buddy Mondo, give me my CDs. I take out my Bad Boys 2 soundtrack and I pop it in. Track three is the theme song to cops. I tell my friend Felipe, tell me when the cop starts walking. Okay, oh, here he comes. I crank that song as loud as I could. <laughs> Bad Boys, what you going? What you going? What you gonna do? Best part, now the cop is walking to the beat. Even better than that, the two hoochies in the car can hear the music and they're freaking out. They're like, oh my god, we're gonna be on TV! The cop goes to the girls, gives them a ticket, lets them go looks at our car and at this point we're like halfway through the song right we're like everybody gonna be dumb broke police not give it no break i don't soldier la mali mar la mali barli me la makacha la makata kaka got our arms out the window like a bunch of idiots the cop is in the middle of the freeway dying he walks over to the window and he's like shut it up Yes, sir. Hands me my license and the registration, and he tells me, Gabriel, I want you to do me a big favor. I want you to keep this tank under 100. You think you can do that? <laughs> do that for me, keep on doing what you do, and you have yourself a nice day. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's it? No ticket? No ticket. I don't know what possessed me to look at this man and go, why? How come the girls got a ticket? And he tells me the coolest thing. He says, cause they couldn't make me laugh. <laughs> Woo 
You don't understand, Gabriel. I've been on the force now for 26 years. This is hands down the funniest damn traffic stop I've ever been a part of. Do you have any idea how hard it is to give two sluts a ticket while listening to cops? I damn near pissed myself I was laughing so hard. This is going in the books as one of the funniest things ever happened to a police officer, I swear to God. The only story better than this one is a buddy of mine pulled over some fat guy that gave him donuts. So he starts walking away, right? And just as I'm about to start the car. <laughs> so does that mean I can keep my weed? I turn around and yell at my friend. Too late, the cop is at the window. You wanna run that by me again, son? You heard what I said, fool. Oh, you think this is a big joke, don't you? You think that just because I gave your buddy here a break, I know who he is, I like what he does. I don't know you, I don't like you. Step out of the car. I turn around and my friend Felipe is like, Ooh, I am so scared. And the cop pulls out his gun. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my God. Backseat, my friend Felipe. Ooh, ooh, I am so scared. Fool, he's good. He is good. Then he points it at him. The look on my friend Felipe's face. Oh, priceless. Are you serious? Are you serious? I'm gonna go to jail. I'm gonna go to jail. The cop was like, nah. But that was funny, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Pretty good story. That is a good one. I don't know if I've heard that one. Yeah, before. no. Did you hear ever hear the one? He's also got one about his uh, bus driver who is like the whitest of white guys ever. He's a big redneck, like whatever. And you if you ever get the just. microphone's back on, right? Yeah, it's okay. on. Yeah. <laughs> um, he just talks talks about like if you, there's another story where he talks about it's on the same special as well about his bus driver, Hard, one of the hardest working guys he's ever known. But yeah, that you, one I heard. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. You gonna build the wall? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, hey, that was actually kind of really. I I, I actually like that one because it, it was kind of like <clears> a story, you know. Then that's how comedics are, you know. And like what the cop even said, they couldn't make me laugh. <laughs> yeah, those two sluts couldn't <laughs> make me laugh. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh boy. Wow. Now I got to think of a good comedian for next week. Yeah, now you well, can. actually, in July, Ryan Sickler. Oh, Sickler, is I already saw that he was already on. Uh, he's already showing up on Brit- all the. Br- Brittany Schmidt is going to be there too. A couple weeks. We before. did Brittany Schmidt already too. Uh, I'm just saying that's who's yep. going to be at Skyline. If anybody recognizes those <laughs> names and wants to go, they're coming up in the next few weeks, next month or two. We've had them as our comedian of the weeks. Yep. Ryan Sickler's really good. He just had a special out. It's on YouTube. I think it's called Lefty Son. Yep. And Brittany Schmidt, I know she has a, she's got a lot of clips on YouTube and TikTok and all that, but I don't know if she has a special out or not, but. She's originally from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. But I don't she, know. When I. Her Instagram is more like she wants to be an Instagram model than a comedian. I'm just like, all right, whatever. But I've seen some of her stuff. She's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Um. All right, moving on. Do you want to do your – oh, well, we should actually, do the baseball card. Or actually, you. you know, before we do that, because uh, I also brought this up too as well, because we were talking about how AI is, like, starting to take over all oh, this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
if you haven't noticed, you can see it a lot, but now because everything is going to be AI damn near for everything in your whole entire life, your daily life. I mean, do you, it's do you, coming. do you personally think that it's going to be, everything is going to be AI in, you know, in the future? Well, everything. Well, eventually. Yeah. But I mean, I talked a little bit about Michu Kaku, uh, talking about AI and what it's and like quantum computing and everything. Um, all AI right now is, is like an editor of the internet. So if you have like a chat GPT thing, all it's doing is scouring the internet to give you an answer. It doesn't mean the answer's right. It could be searching like some uh, thing that just some guy wrote and right. it might be false. And it's reporting it to you. So it's really just an editor of the internet at this point. It doesn't think on its own. Okay, yeah. And that's why I was kind of like, well, but will it hurt humanity as well? Like, obviously, you can see it now where they just caught all those kids using chat GT or GPT for their exams. Well, yeah, but what, what are you going to stop? That's no different than when uh, Napster came out and we all were illegally downloading music. But we were helping the world. <laughs> Bullshit. Here, catch this. Um, no, it, we'll evolve along with it. Just like, I mean, when the internet came out, People are like, oh, what, you know, this is going to be a, <laughs> it's going to be an information superhighway, and we're all going to become much smarter. Well, that sure fucking didn't happen, right? <laughs> but it's just going to be one of those convenient or cell phones. You know, at first it's like you're telling me, you know, I could be tracked anywhere. Nobody gives a shit. Like they, oh, they, they all know uh, who. Uh, I forgot what comedian was talking about. Uh, oh, Chris Porter. Was talking about oh we're gonna get chipped from the vaccine or they're they're just trying to chip us. It's like you walk around with your own chip all the time. It's your cell phone. You love your chip. <laughs> I like, mean, if you ever watch like those movies, like you know, like when the the burner phones. Oh yeah, back you know. in the day, burner phones were awesome. That's how you got hookers. <laughs> Stayed out of your regular. Well, you can get hookers now. I'm just saying anonymously. Oh, anonymously. <clears throat> they weren't tied to your real phone number. You could just get a burn. You could deal drugs and get hookers. But here's the thing. So if you were a single man, I mean, are you really worried about <clears throat> having that burner phone? Or is the burner phones, boner, boner, boner phone, phone. boner phones, <laughs> not the burner phones. I'm going to start boner. selling boner phones. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's for more or less like the guy is like wanting to have a little side piece. Dude, most guys who get hookers are married. <laughs> that's yeah. That's why. I'm, that's why they use burner phones. Boner phones. Boner phones. Yep. That's what they should have marketed as <laughs> gas stations. A track Bo- phone. But yeah. So anyway, because I was going through that, and I actually brought that up too. Is uh, I was talking to you about it. So, you know, now they're like, you know, in a way, they're doing the AI face. You know, mm-hmm. um, AI it's, voice. It's just going to be people are going to become way, way more skeptical on what they see because they know. I mean, there's a there's a podcast out there with. Joe Rogan and Steve Jobs. They've never met. Steve Jobs has been dead. But because both of them have spoken so much uh, in front of a camera, AI can dictate their voice and create a video of them talking to each other. So it's just going to be a thing in the future where we're all doubly skeptical of what we see and hear. But are they going to want to see more of that than what is real in front of them? It depends on what, like, if you're talking video games, of course, you know, it's going to, but it's going to be in all aspects of media. And I think what you were touching on was like AI made a Drake song and it actually wasn't bad. 
and then Drake had to sue to get it taken off YouTube right. and uh, everywhere else. But you're gonna have, you know, maybe the <clears throat> what am I trying to say here? The family of Elvis Presley puts out a new album, you know, to make money. That's gonna happen. Michael Jackson's gonna have a new album out. Tupac's gonna have a new album out, and it's gonna be AI generated. It just remains to be seen whether people are going to buy it or not. Um, but as far as like what I was saying before with your voice, because there's scams out there, they call it the grandparents scam, where it's your voice. I actually got to talk to my parents about that because we're on here so much you know, that our voices can be now. If oh, somebody yeah. really wanted to, they could take our voice and make us say whatever they want. Right. There's this grandparents scam where they'll call the grandparents or parents and have the person's voice on the other phone saying they got kidnapped and they need to send money to, you know, cause they've been taken hostage or something like that. So that's a real thing that's happening right now. Um, so yeah, if you're out there and you've ever spoken on the internet or been on TV or anything, you should probably <laughs> clue your parents in on that, that those scams are coming. Yeah. They're here already. <clears throat> I yeah I actually made a mental note to talk to my parents about that because that's I mean imagine that's pretty fucking scary if you were to get a phone call exactly. like that but I think with all the spam emails now that like my mom has gone through she can see what a scam email is now just based on you know the things I've told her so I got to tell her about this too <laughs> and you'd probably be like mom if I got kidnapped I wouldn't <clears throat> call you well because they could spoof your phone number right. so it would look like it's coming from your well, and phone. that's what they're doing now i mean like even with uh spam calls where they're making it look like it's just right down the road you know yeah. next town over yeah but in really it's in fucking india or something yeah. but anyway they can make it look like it's coming from your phone and with your voice uh you know claiming to be kidnapped and to send money to wherever it but yeah it's obviously going to be fishy because if I, I, I'm just going to tell him, be like, if anything like that ever happens, just call me on my phone right away and be like, I just got this call. And I'd be like, no, it's bullshit. <laughs> no, no, I'm at work, but I wish it was kidnapped. Yeah, because this day sucks. <laughs> sucks. But could you, I, I can only imagine grandparents and parents being out yeah. there and being scared to death about that, but that's here already. So in the future, yeah, there's going to be more scams, just like spam emails. That's going to be harder to decipher, but. I think that's going to just make everybody more um, skeptical about whatever they see or hear. We'll evolve along with it. It's not going to be like an overnight change kind of thing. It's just going to be like cell phones. It's like, oh, all of a sudden we have the iPhone 11 or 13. It's like, I remember when the first ones came out, and it doesn't seem that long ago. I remember when <clears> they were <throat> making the uh, the MP3 player look like it was, or even like the Walkman back then, you know? <laughs> That's how old we are. <laughs> That's how old we are. But yeah, so the reason why I did bring that up, though, is because just recently on a on a show, a podcast show, Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins mm-hmm. uh, also they, owns NWA Wrestling. He does. <laughs> um, he uh, they they brought him. They they asked him the question because Billy Corgan is actually one of them who uh, he said he used a lot. I, I remember a while back he was on. Uh, there used to be a show called That Metal Show. Yeah, yep. and he was on there, and he talked about. Um, for him to even get a song, he he went like through so much research on us, uh, like beats and all this, like whatever. So he mm-hmm. like would spend time just to have one song come out. Where now it's like all the beats, more or less, are yeah, auto generated for right. you if you want it. You just pick, 
you know the type of sound you want and how much bass all that stuff yeah you can crank out a, a, a instrumental in minutes versus like he was saying creating one himself take weeks yeah so yeah this was him actually explaining and then him talking about what he thinks about the future of music so here it is how, how do you feel about ai and the future of music ai will change mu music forever because once a young artist figures out that they can use AI to game the system and write them a better song, they're not going to spend 10,000 hours in a basement like I did. They're but just not. But are you, do you still have the ability to get real art that way? Well, ultimately art is about discernment, right? So, uh, like somebody was telling me the other day about uh, how an, uh, a famous rap artist would work. They would bring in all these different people and they would sort of pick the beat that they were most attracted to. Okay, now let's change it to AI. Hey, AI, give me 50 beats. Listen, eh, not really feeling. AI, give me 50 beats from the 50 most famous rap songs of all time. Okay? Well, I like number 37. That, that inspires me. Are they ripping it off? Not really, because I did the same thing. It, I just did it analog. Yeah, yeah. I listened to 10,000 songs, and I was like, that beat. So what's the difference? So it really will be about those who can discern, even if it's AI presenting them with choices, I call it binary choice, A, B, right? A, B. I do the same thing. Sometimes when I work on a song, I'll do like the Calypso version of the song or the heavy metal version of the song. And I'll go, I like the Calypso version better. And I just go down that rabbit hole. So I think that the next generation artists will do the same. The problem with it is, is if you're an organic artist like I am, it's going to be really hard to compete with a whole bunch of people who don't know how to write songs, but have good discernment, can't sing, but have auto-tune. So you think there's a lot of bad music coming out now. You oh, just wait. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's 100% correct. Yeah. Because, like, right now, for my money, Zach Bryan is the best songwriter I've heard in a very long time. He pumps out songs like nobody's business. And Jesus Christ, some of them you'll fucking cry to, the, just the stories he's telling in these songs. But, yeah, it's like in a few years – somebody else can just rip that off and it's not their own words it's not they're just trying to make money and trying to be famous and it's going to be the audience who chooses what they like do well, they want the authentic version of somebody who's really doing it themselves and you know like Coulter Wall is an actual rancher so he writes cowboy songs from his heart on the shit that he's been that's how it used to be I mean but, for a lot of, for a lot of okay. a lot of artists yeah, like it's like because some of or like a lot of people that you like would listen to now, they actually have the songwriters who are writing the song for them, and they're just the voice that's singing it. Yeah, but what, I guess what I'm saying is, those are real songwriters with real experiences. Right. <clears throat> if you get some fucking kid who's an AI master, and he starts singing all these wonderful songs, and all of a sudden he gets in an interview. And it's like, man, where did you get the inspiration from that song? And he's just like, oh, I don't know. I just plugged it into AI. People want the authenticity. It's just like the difference between going to Taco Bell and going to an actual Mexican restaurant. <laughs> You're Bell. looking for the authenticity. I was going to say, I thought it meant Taco Bell and Taco <laughs> John's. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, people want that authentic cuisine. Right. They want the authentic version of things. Is that other stuff going to be famous? Probably. But it's going to tear off just like people like handmade stuff that's not mass-produced 
<clears throat> it'll become the same thing with movies and music um, and anything else art-driven. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be giant pop stars who, and they'll probably avoid interviews just because they know that they're fake. They're not authentic at all. Um, I'm just the songs worried about- might be awesome, though, and you might just love them and listen to them. Because it might mean something to you, but I'm just worried about. And this is like obviously, as you say, you the, you get older. You can't wait for the next Beatles album to come out. <laughs> oh my God, no! I'm sorry. I no. know, but see what I'm saying? You're thinking that this is all gonna go bad, but real Beatles fans are gonna go. It's not the Beatles, right? <clears throat> I'm, but I'm just saying that I feel like okay. So you have the people who actually are doing, you know, doing what what being an artist was all about. But obviously, technology helps this person now become for not doing anything well like what billy was saying was you know as far as song structure and finding beats and stuff if you're a real artist it's just going to make you make the art faster but if you're just a you know nobody who can sing and you've got no substance on your own you can become famous real quick and have no ability whatsoever well i mean look at all the youtube stars yeah i mean and and it all di- is directed towards like so like I have my niece my nephews that's all they do is they watch they watch YouTube they watch those videos and that's where all them I mean what was that that I think what they say the most successful YouTube one is that Mr Beast or whatever his name oh, is oh yeah yeah I mean he gives away money all the time and yeah shit like that yeah a guy at work watches those all the time and I'm just like I don't care <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch Pornhub. <laughs> At work? No. <laughs> yeah. I, I just listen to podcasts. <laughs> and then I'll look up some Reddit or uh, Twitter if I want to look at porn. At oh, work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right. We'll see where AI goes. But for now, we're moving on to the 1991 <laughs> Upper oh, Deck. When times were so easy, yeah. it, was hard, it was hard to get baseball cards because everybody had them. <clears throat> The Upper Deck 1991 edition, we're still on the lookout for a Nolan Ryan or a uh, Hank Aaron autograph card. So yep. we've only got, let's see, four packs left after these two. Shit, we got to go and get another pack. Yeah, and we got to do the... Well, it's all coming down to who actually... So what's the score on this right now? Let me check. Because the score is actually what's going to help because the next person's got to buy the next pack. You are up by one. Yes. So, if I win this one, I'm up by two. That means you have to win the next two. Yep. So, I'm going to let you go first, then. Ooh. You're a kind, gentle stranger. <laughs> I'll give you a stranger. <laughs> stranger danger. All right. So, here we go. First off, we got from the Pittsburgh Pirates, Orlando Merced. Hmm. He said. Uh, Jesse Orozco of the Cleveland Indians. Joe Carter of, hey. the, of the Padres. Oh, before I was with the... Oh, another one. Roberto Alomar of the Blue Jays. Another Hall of Famer. Dave Smith of the uh, Chicago Cubs. Eddie Zosky of the Blue Jays. Christ's sake, there's all these goddamn Blue Jays. Mike Gallagher, or Mike Gallego. Mike Gallego. God, I keep screwing that up. <laughs> Oakland A's. Tim Raines of the Sox. Brady Anderson of the um, Orioles. Chili Davis. Remember that name? I do, but uh, yeah, I don't he remember yeah. him playing much. <laughs> of the Mariners, Ken Griffey Sr. Nah, big deal. <laughs> of the Padres, Fred McGriff. 
Hey, there's a decent one. Marty Clary. <laughs> this guy literally. Marty. Looked, Marty. But this guy, uh, he kind of has that look where he um, he didn't know that. He, the picture was being taken? Well, that and it looks like somebody told him that uh, they they found the uh, the dead bodies in the basement. I'll just show you that. <laughs> Holy shit. And then I got another Joe Carter of the Blue Jays. So that year he must have switched teams. Yeah. And then Daryl Ackerfeld of the Phillies. But I'll show you this picture, and it's almost like, hey, Marty, we found the bodies in the ba- in the basement. <laughs> Let me see this. <clears throat> yeah, this dude looks like a serial killer. He's got the old school glasses on. He's like, huh, you found him, huh? Well, I guess I'm going to jail. We should probably just take a picture of that and put that on our socials. <laughs> Any of you into crime stories? Let <laughs> yeah. us know what happened to Marty. Yeah, he was probably a murder. Yeah. All right. So I just got to beat a Fred McGriff and a couple Joe Carters. Yep. All right. Let's see. For the Texas Rangers, Julio Franco. Oh, for a minute there, I was like, holy shit, you got it. No. For the Cubs, Domingo Ramos. The Tigers, Scott Lasardar. Lasardar? Lasardar? Whatever. Lasarda? Ain't not Lasarda. This guy's black. Uh, Dave Parker for the Angels, Bobby Bonilla for the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Mets are still paying him. <laughs> uh, for the Red Sox, Danny Darwin for the Cleveland Indians, Turner Ward, Brewer pitcher Ron Robinson for the Angels, Lee Stevens for the Baltimore Orioles, Dwight Evans for the Mariners, Greg Briley. For the Mets, Pete Shornick. Cardinals, Lee Smith. Cubs, Danny Jackson. And the Astros, Daryl Kyle. I, I fucking lose miserably. You got a pack of hot garbage. That was hot yes, garbage. Yes, I'm up I, another one. Jesus Christ. That was some hot garbage. Way to right go, there. you fuck stick. God damn it. <laughs> Junk wax Sal would have been proud of that pack. Yeah, no shit. Good God. Oh, by the way, I hate my fucking uh, brother-in-law right now. He just texted me while, or uh, snapped me while we were just doing this. Yeah. He's like, thanks for the beer. And he's got a goddamn bottle of my Wayne Heffenweizen. Oh, yeah? Son of a bitch. We got to get some more of that. Yeah. Uh, Jamie's going to be bringing some on uh, Father's Day weekend. So. Ooh. Something to look forward yep, to. Yep, exactly. Now, All right. Okay. Now, we got our facts that I wish I didn't know. And Jason just said back, I want a podcast. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Okay, so wish I didn't know. Well, since it's just me and you, I'm going to give you the three. Okay. So, uh, I am ready. Here we go. First one. When two men lock eyes and proceed to simultaneously give each other hand jobs to see who can go the longest without orgasm, or, orgasming, orgasming, orgasming. Thank you, orgasming. <laughs> <laughs> this peanut butter porter really yeah. puts you in your place. Yeah. Say that five times fast. Orgasmine. 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 You're, you're still not getting it. Uh, I know. Orgasming. Okay. <laughs> it's called what? Okay. Okay. Two guys locking eyes and jerking each other yep. off. All right. Okay. Is it called the California cock and lock? That's <laughs> <laughs> well, a good one. But Is no. it the Ohio, Ohio, Ohio? Okay. Okay. Is it the Pennsylvania handshake? Or is it the Utah standoff? It should be called the Utah standoff, so that's what I'm going with. You are correct. Yeah. It is Utah standoff. Well, you figure the Mormons, they can't. Right. So they're like, well, I mean, you want to play a game of chicken? 
That's just kind of like uh, Zach and Miriam where they did the double Dutch rudder. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. Slapping your penis against a person's ass during sex is also known as the... Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> is it, can I have your attention, please? The music conductor? Tap, tap, tap. The hickory switch? Or is it the clap back? Huh. I would like to call it the conductor, but I'm going to say a hickory switch. You are correct again. You yeah! are 2 and 0 oh so Boom! far. Congratulations. All right. Here's the next and the last one. The longest amount of time spent masturbating by a man is, was it an hour, 30 minutes, 10 hours, or 26 hours and 33 minutes? Seems kind of. Yeah, you need to sleep. I'm going to go with the 10 hours. You are correct. Yeah. Holy three shit. Three. three and. Oh, wow. <laughs> Congratulations. Wow. Put me on your trivia team. (laughs) Kind of weird how everything had to deal with masturbation, but okay. (laughs) You're the one picking the cards, weirdo. All right. I got some would you rathers, but they're not too bad, but they might make you think for a second. So this is a good one for you because you got a full head of hair. Yep. Would you rather go bald or have an uncontrollably growing bush? So you'd have to fucking trim it every fucking day. Trim it low. Like, trim it all the way off or just completely like a buzz cut? Your head or your cock? Yeah. No, you go bald, like naturally go bald. Or if you want to keep your hair on your head, you'd have an uncontrollably growing bush. Like every time you go to even if you... Oh, fuck, dude. Even if you buzzed her down all the way the next morning, she's back. I'm have to go with I I I'll, I'll take the bald then because there's no effing way that I will I mean I I I don't know like ever since I like a long time ago when I started like cutting trimming that all down there I mean I feel good about myself not scratching my balls in front of everybody yeah you know a bunch of curly cues yeah. Huh? Luckily my hair doesn't grow that thick. You son of a bitch! Yeah, that's true for you. I got yeah. thin hair, but I still once a month. Just so it doesn't get out of control. But could you imagine? I'd yeah. If I had a full head of hair, I don't care if I had a Viking braid. Well, that kind of would make you think. Remember, like the pornos back in the seventies, where everything was just hairy. Yeah, it was a hairy porn. Full bush, where it's like, dude, you could get two more inches if you just shave that shit off. (laughs) Like, yeah, they would do like the close-ups, and all it would be is just uh, pubic hairs from both sides just going in. You're like, what am I watching? (laughs) It almost looks like. It's like, like two muskrats bumping asses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is how Teletubbies done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I had a full hair to hair, I'd say the same thing. Yeah. I don't want an uncontrollable bush. No. Alrighty. What's the other one I should ask here? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, that one I got to save it for Robert's around. Okay. How about this? Would you rather have unlimited beer or be able to punch anyone in the face with zero repercussions? So free, so free beer. For so every time you want a beer, it's free. free. Or you get to punch anyone in the face with zero repercussions. There are some people that, I, I mean, now <laughs> I'm a lot more lighthearted. But back then, holy shit! Yeah, back I, in the day, I would have took the punch. Would t- yeah, punch the in punch. The face. Yeah, but like you said, it's you, the older you get, the less re- the less. You're just like it's not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> but, I have to take. The, I, I, but there are still some. Uh, <laughs> 
as you were just talking about the that when you guys went to that supper club that one time that I couldn't make, and then there was the golf douchebags. Oh yeah. Oh um, my god. Yeah. In those situations. You know, to tell you the truth, I would probably still want to hold on to get I get to punch a douchebag without repercussions. It's tempting. Even though there's the free beer, I mean, I understand that, but there's still that going to be like a, a point where you're going to want to, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to punch a douchebag. <laughs> right. But yeah, with zero repercussions, that's very tempting. It is. But yeah, I'm pretty uh, nonviolent these days. But in my 20s, I would have took that all day long. There were so many people that got on my nerves. There's less people that get on my nerves these days, and I just... Well, I think what also helps with that is uh, the... The, the town we live in it's it's so small i yeah. mean it's just everybody that you see or around I'm trying to in think the of area. the last time i wanted to punch somebody in the face and I it, know would be, that, it would be a problem too if i had zero repercussions this is that i'd just go around looking for some people okay people and, that I, are douchebags and i think the, the reason why i say this now now that i'm thinking about it more is because me as a dj having to put up with oh, drunk people yeah. and then they come and they try to every bartender asked this question they'd punch people in the face right. for sure you get the drunk person that you know comes up to you, and they actually like will bump up against your booth or whatever. Yeah. And next thing you know, they come behind the In, booth. Inconsiderate assholes. Yeah. That oh man, drivers. If I could just pull over a driver well, and be like, especially hey, for asshole, you, bang. Do you think it'd be a lot easier if you weren't on forty seven? Yeah. Yeah, I hate that drive now. I mean, I'm used to it, but I can't believe some of the people. Just shitty drivers. And you're going to have to put up with it worse now with this being the summer oh. season. I was surprised because Black Crick's closed pretty yeah. much. It wasn't bad traffic at all this Memorial Day Friday. I was worried about it, too. I was like, that intersection between A and 47, so I took 47 from Appleton through. Yeah, because you don't have to sit there and wait the stop sign. Then. But there was hardly any anybody waiting there. There's like two cars. I'm like, Jesus, this is weird. Yeah. But. <clears throat> as soon as that it opens back up in Black Creek, it's going to be horrible just like every year. But anyway, going back to the would you rather, I guess I'd rather have the beer because you can always walk away from a douchebag unless you're a DJ or a bartender or something. But in my situation, I'll take the free beer. I, yeah. I mean, is there really anybody that irritates the shit that you right now to the point that you wanted it? Like if you had it. There's got to be at least one person right now. I know for a fact that there's one person that you would want to punch. Oh, yeah. I'm but. not going to say it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll, let me count. Here, just wait, so watch this. I'm going to do this. Take the mic off. Oh, for sure. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's like the one guy I think that you hate the most right now. Oh, yeah. I, but I just, he's so pathetic that I just I laugh at him, you know. I'm, just, I'm like you're such a pathetic loser, right? And I'm just like whatever. It, it's laughable to me, but yeah, it would be nice to punch him in the face. I could I could think of a couple of girls I'd like to punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you wish? Yeah, yeah, because you didn't spe- you didn't specify if it was for a man or a woman no, either. I, it yeah, said anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I'm bringing back the word cunt with my fist. <laughs> it's not going to be a cunt punt either. Oh. I could use a good click, kick in the clam. Nah, I'd still take the beer just because you can always walk away from those people. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. Well, I mean, it took you for how long for, oh, for no, some of them? But I'm talking like if you're a bartender, it's like you just oh. have to suffer through the hours that they're still there. But sometimes it just feels like, I, I guess for me, like the older you get, like so back, 
and this is even back when you were like, well, let's just even say for a DJ. Back when you were younger, it was like, <laughs> I didn't care, like whatever. Oh, yeah. That's all party. You know, you probably had people on your speaker standing up dancing, you know, or stuff, you know, if they mm-hmm. were floor, you know, floor monitors or something like that. Yep. And back then it didn't bother you, but then the older you get, you're like, hey, hey, that shit costs money. <laughs> get off my grass. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, you're, you get more, uh, you're not as carefree as you were when you were younger. So you're more worried about, <laughs> and that's what we were talking about before as yeah. well. How we wish that we could just stay at our parents' rent free for the rest <laughs> yeah, of our lives. Yeah, no shit. But yeah, I'll take the beer over the punching people. That's 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 a good one. I'm a gentleman these days. Well, oh well. You like to hug women, and <laughs> hey, they like that. to hug me, and then get you, it straight, and then you <laughs> give them that whatever. little 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 purr. That that's it. Um, it's sort of an involuntary thing at this point. <laughs> Every time I hug a girl, she gets a big old purr in the ear. There you go. So if you're looking for a good old purr in the ear, come give me a hug. <laughs> 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 Until next week, we'll have more stories. Yeah, and uh, we uh, hope that Robert listened to this and realized that uh, his sleep was well worth it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we survived without him. Yeah. All right. Love you. Why don't you go canoe into three rivers, you inbred fur traders?